Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Yo, oh buddy, listen, 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 Lindas and Larrys, it's it's a mess, it's going to be a mess, it's going to be a mess today, listen, it's going to be a mess, if you're looking for super lyrical, abajirical, miracle, super sly, no, you're going to get ratchet sly today, ratchet sly, I'm sorry, petty sly, um, childish sly, sly that still goes, that, that refused to grow up, you got this version this morning, this afternoon sorry sorry carlton wait what's happening adrian that's right but sly yeah nope you're gonna get childish childish sly okay <laughs> you're gonna get child you got childish sly today okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i got to do this for y'all all right all all this middle i'm sick but i'm here for i i hope oh, speedy recovery hope you get rest um you know Vitamin C, fluids, all that good stuff, you know? Yeah, we we got we back with the scat. I got bars. Admin, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah, K business. Okay, okay. Okay, Dion, okay. Listen. This is ratchet, ratchet effery, childishness, foolishness. Okay? Foolishness today. This is all I, I got is foolishness provided. Lord have mercy. Listen. You know what? Fuck it. I, I'm, I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to wait. What are we doing? What are we doing? I'm not going to wait. Fuck it. I'm not waiting. I'm just, I'm just doing a half. I'm just, I'm just shooting from the draw. I'm just doing a quick draw. I'm not pulling it. I'm not doing all this. Nope. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just hitting it from the hip. Okay. I ain't got time to pull out, punch out. I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for it. I got to do this on you. <laughs> I just got to hit you from the hip. I ain't, got, I ain't got time to be punching out. I ain't got time for this shit. I ain't got time to be securing to make sure everybody. I ain't got time to be. No, 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 no. What is this? What are we doing? I told you, you got childish slide this morning, this afternoon. Okay. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. What the fuck are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? boss that is my producer Cindy Ashby what are we doing what are we doing what are we doing now listen I didn't go look for this y'all can blame who sent this who emailed me who who can I blame for this email for them sending this to me Who can I blame for sending this email to me? Because I want y'all to have, I want, I, I, wait, where, where is he at? You know who sent this to me? 
you know who y'all can blame for this shit? Blame the homie Bernard. Not the other goofball down the street. My homie Bernard. Blame the homie, Sly's homie Bernard for this foolishness. He sent this to me, okay? So don't get mad at the Sly, okay? I didn't do this. I'm getting caught up in these comments. While I get caught up in these comments, I, yes, third grade. You're right, third grade. You got third grade super Sly, okay? Listen, I want y'all to just ponder on this picture. Cause some of y'all gonna be like, oh, this fake is Photoshop. I got you. Okay. Cause y'all gonna be like, this fake is Photoshop. Nope, nope, nope. Let me get caught up in these comments. Let me get caught up in these comments and I'm gonna pull up the website. Okay. But once again, I don't want no smoke with Tariq. Please don't make a puppet out of me, bro. Don't make a puppet out of me. Okay. These are public photos that you gave the permission to use on their website. Don't make a puppet out of me, bro. Don't make a cartoon out of me. I'm not worth the energy. Okay. Please don't do me like Bucci Bear. Don't do me like Crispy. Just don't do me, bro. It's all love. I'm going to go to your museum when it opens. I've openly stated I'm coming to your museum when it opens. Okay. Don't do me, bro. Okay. It's all love. It's all fun. I don't mean, <laughs> I don't want no smoke with Tariq the Chief. Okay. But once again, these are public photos. Thank the homie Bernard, not that other goofball, but my homie. Okay. All right. Let your boy get caught up in these comments real quick. I want everybody's comments to be acknowledged. All right. Okay. I don't have time for this. I'm only pulling out from the hip right here. I, okay. I don't have time to punch out. No, I got to hit you from the hip right now. Okay. 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 Once again, tell the homie. The big homie Tariq, I don't want no smoke. I don't want to be a puppet. I don't want to be a cartoon character. All right. <laughs> I know we're gonna touch on it. We're gonna touch on the Edmund. We're gonna touch on it. <laughs> we're gonna touch on Derek Jackson for a hot minute. Is this Photoshop? No, sir. But I, don't worry. I got the website lined up. I'm just letting this sit here for a minute while I uh while I go through y'all comments. It's never too early, Herm. Never. Yes, blame my homie Bernard, not that other goofball. All right? Is this the work of Taharka Bay? God damn. Okay, I'm almost caught up. <laughs> it don't matter. It don't. See, see more better. Nope. 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 We're not going to. Nope. We're, take this L, bro. Take. Tell your boy to come take this L. Just tell your boy to come take this. It's a protective hairstyle. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I, I know. I know. Yes, we know it's real, but still. We know it's real, but still. This is what we doing though, right? <laughs> Come on, don't make, don't make, don't be capping for the fake locks. Come on, stop this shit, man. <laughs> stop this. <laughs> Y'all stop making excuses for dumb shit. <laughs> Once again, I don't want no smoke. Nah, not, not, nah, nah, bored, nah, bored, nah. <laughs> yeah, he, that nigga does put me to sleep. Uh, listen, listen, I don't want no, I don't want no smoke with the homie. He in the, the Wakanda spirit. Lord have mercy. She said he in the Wakanda spirit. Let's pull up the site. Do I have the site pulled up? Not yet. Hold up. Hold up. Let me. 
me pull it back on myself. Let me pull it back on myself. Let me find the website. Once again, y'all blame the homie Bernard. My homie Bernard, not the other one. <clears throat> Where the fuck? Where the fuck is it? I could have swore I had that some bitch pulled up already. I get for not being on top of my shit. Okay, wait a minute. I think I found it. I think I found it. Dude. Uh -huh. Oh, it's the other, other. Okay. There we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I found it. I found it. Okay. Okay. This is where it came from. Once again, y'all blame my homie Bernard, not the other goofball down the street. All right. It's the sister that, that, that does the fake locks. Okay. Now it says get instant dreadlocks with lock extensions. You can go swim the same day. We work on all hair types, straight, mixed, or coil. We use 100% human hair with crochet method extensions included in pricing. Now, listen, for everybody that's like, oh, he already acknowledged it. You don't think somebody's going to clown this nigga for this? Come on, see this without, don't be disingenuous. Okay. I, I know, I know. Listen, and in and, and all fairness, listen, I have no issues with Tariq because he does what he says. He does what he says. Does what he says. I am going to go to the museum when it opens now. But let's not act like y'all wasn't clowning men and some women for getting fake dreadlocks. Don't let that's let's not act like y'all wasn't clowning people when you found out the locks were fake. Okay. Who did it first? Which one of those rappers? Was it um the nigga with the bad eye? Who who he had fake locks at one point. Where's Khalifa had fake locks at one point? Okay, saying all oh, we all oh, no 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 no. Listen, let's continue. The prices on this shit. Locks on straight wavy non coil hair with extensions starting at thirty five hundred dollars. Locks on mixed texture hair with extensions starting at twenty nine hundred dollars. Locks on coil hair with extensions starting at twenty two hundred dollars, bruh. Look at the oh my! You're the European. He couldn't resist. Even the European couldn't resist. Even the European couldn't resist. Okay, this is your boy. <laughs> okay, once again, y'all y'all sit here. Well, he acknowledged it. I know he did, but this is the internet. God damn it! <laughs> Box Chevy Price. Y'all know when y'all found out somebody had fake locks, y'all were clowning them. So, so let's act like he's not, he's beyond reproach. He's not. I'm sorry. Tariq, this is an L. And, and, and hopefully he takes his L respectfully and doesn't turn me into a fucking cartoon. <laughs> I am too small of a fish, okay? I am not worth the energy. Tariq, you have bigger fish to fry than worry about your boy Super Sly, okay? I'm not worth the animation fees, okay? I'm not worth it. Don't turn me into a cartoon, bro. Don't cartoon me, bro. Exactly. AJ for 106 in Park. The prices on this shit. Okay. What's the name of the website? Okay. For those that want to, it's Shy Beauty Studios in Woodland Hills, California. So I hope she's from Chicago using shy the terminology. I hope she's from Chicago because if not, that's, that's fucked up. So let's see about. <clears throat> we provide you an excellent dreadlock and hair care experience matter of fact why am i doing more promoting than this nigga like 
whatever it is what it is black business go support i suppose uh we have the perfect combination of experience and supplies that are tailored to meet your needs get what you really want you can still change your mind okay oh listen this you choose your vibe indulge in complimentary 21 and over beverages and drinks chill or take a smoke break on our beautiful patio overlooking the woodland hills recline in our automatic chairs with phone chargers and comfort controls binge watch your favorite netflix or sports shows on one or both tvs jam to your favorite music or share your music obsessions relax with complimentary crystal bowl sound baths enjoy tranquil healing frequencies and just relax or even sleep meditate with the crystal of your choice you name a crystal we got it for three goddamn grand it better be a bitch to come with it too i better get a happy ending i need a massage i need a massage with a happy ending for thirty five hundred dollars for some hair extensions sorry remember when you book a consultation with shy beauty studios you get printed or digital list of tips and recommendations from our consult complete diagnosis of your hair state education self-care tips for your specific hair type and desired needs i know they're making a ton of money care tips for washing and sleeping hair growth tips Air unit estimates, excellent customer service, warm and friendly interaction. All right. Okay. What's the shop looking like? Oh, that, okay. You can buy that stuff. Okay. Location by appointment only. Woodland Hills. You know where that's at. It's not cheap. Got makeup. They got makeup and they got ready to wear wigs. Okay. They ready for. Okay. Okay. All right extreme lock repair okay okay all right but let's get to the instant locks let's get to the motherfucking instant locks once again natural dreadlocks get instant dreadlocks with your natural hair no extensions you can go swim to the, okay locks on natural straight wavy knock or three grand locks on natural mixed texture hair two grand locks on natural coil hair fourteen hundred dollars even a European had to get on in it. Even a European had to get it. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, grandmama is this? Who told me ma this was a good idea? No, me ma, this is not the wave, me ma. No, no, me ma, no. Listen, come on, me ma. Don't, don't listen. See what the hip hop culture done did to everybody. I got everybody thinking they can do shit like this. No. Oh. Once again. Once again. Okay. Because I can hear y'all already. Nope, 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 nope. Because we clown people for this shit, remember? Remember, we used to clown people for getting fake extensions. Okay. All right. Once again, tell the big homie, I listen, I am not worth the animation fees. I'm not. Hey, don't turn me into a cartoon, bro. Don't turn me into a cartoon, bro. Don't do it, bro. Don't turn me into a cartoon, bro. Olin Mills, that nigga. <laughs> I used that was my first job. Sales for older mills. That's funny. But once again, if, if we clown people for getting fake extensions and locks, why? What is it, what's the difference here? Because I see the, I see the deflections from everybody. No, 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 no. Come on now. 
I'm sure Tariq was already well prepared for the roast session. Okay. He had to know this was coming from somebody. From somebody. I, I, <laughs> High Chief said, honestly, I would have expected this from Umar the African. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. Okay. White man out here with his Bo Derek. Man, listen, that Bo Derek shit. Bo Derek had, she had cornrows, right? Or plaits? Her, no, her shit was just braided up into plaits. But once again, I'm going to support Tariq and when the museum opens, so I don't, I really don't want to smoke, bro. Like I said, I'm, yes, happy ending. But those prices, it better be some little, some little illegal immigrant Asian chick in the background being locked in a cage and is only allowed to come out to eat and service clients. Okay? Do you speak English? Happy ending? And then that's all we need to talk about. Okay? All right? Come on, 3500 so that's, that's a couple mortgages. That might be a mortgage in, in Manhattan and lower, the lower West side. That might be some rims, some, some, uh, Orgiano rims could be a paint job. Like that's an engine. That's a, that's an LS engine swap right there. That's a, a elephant crate engine, right? You get the elephant engine for about 3,500 from, uh, from Mopar. You know, that's an engine swap right there. Okay. Now let's move on. Let's move on. Yes, you can. This I'm going to help you get through your sickness. <laughs> you laughter. <laughs> you laughter. Hey, hey, not no English, no English. All she understands is I'm here for the happy ending. Okay. All right. That's it. All right. Let's get, <laughs> let's get on. Let's get the fuck out of here. Get on to something else. All right. All right. Once again, thank you, homie Bernard. This is all your fault. If I get turned into a cartoon or anime, goddammit, I'm blaming you for this shit, okay? Now, black women. Black women. Do y'all see this shit? Do y'all see this? San Francisco again. Now, they quietly kind of rolled back the killer robot nonsense. That shit's still going to happen. Okay. Literally last week, city council voted to allow police use excessive force with robots. They kind of rolled it back a little bit quietly. All right. All right. This is what's popping in, in San Francisco again. San Francisco guaranteed income program for pregnant black women to expand across California. Hoes are winning. Ty City, here you go. Here's some ammo, bro. Hoes are winning. Red sings the blues. Here's some ammo. Hoes are still winning. What part of winning do these niggas not understand? Somebody forward this to angry man. Holes are still winning. Forward this to fresh and fit. Forward this to coach Greg Adams. Forward this to Donovan Sharp. Forward this to Rollo Tomasi. Holes are still winning. What else is there to talk about? What is it? Okay, so let's get into it. San Francisco has another guaranteed income program for transgender residents that provide payments of up to $1,200 a month. 
Okay. The Abundant Birth Project began in June 2021 to serve pregnant women with $1,000 monthly payments over 12 months to 150 people. The program is intended to reduce the racial birth disparities by easing economic stress. How? Children cost money. And if you can't afford to not raise your children with outside of government services and, and, and privileges, it costs money. The taxpayers have to pay this shit. Oh my God, let's continue. <clears throat> On Tuesday, San Francisco Department of Public Health announced a $5 million grant in state funding to expand the program in Alameda, Contra Costa, Los Angeles, and Riverside counties for the next two to three years. It will serve another 425 mothers and other birthing parents. Birthing parents, wow. With funds from the California Department of Social Services, the city said. So not only am I have to pay child support, I got to pay child support for other people's kids. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The guaranteed income program helps ease some of the financial burdens that all too often keep mothers from being able to prioritize their own health and ultimately impact the health of their babies and family. That's what y'all, y'all provide the free shit. What are we talking about? We're already covering the cost. They already get free health care. Okay, okay. San Francisco Mayor London Bree said in a statement, we hope the Abundant Birth Project serves as a model to address the racial birth disparities throughout the region and state and across the country. San Francisco launched the first Abundant Birth Project in partnership with Expecting Justice, which advocates for safe births for Black, Asian, and Pacific Islander women. The city noted that black women are twice as likely to have a preterm birth than white women and experience the highest infant and more, and more uh, maternal mortality rates because of wealth and income disparities. Well, to me, that sounds like stop having kids you can't afford. That sounds like if you can't afford to have children, don't have children. This is why they give you 26 different forms of birth control and you can still have an abortion oh my gosh wow okay for so long black women have been excluded from the resources needed to have safe and healthy pregnancies this funding will provide pregnant people with economic stability during the, this critical phase in their lives while allowing public health institutions to test a novel and promising public health intervention now, San Francisco recently launched another guaranteed income program for transgender residents. The program will provide low-income transgender residents with payments of up to $1,200 each month for up to 18 months. What? I mean, you know, if it makes sense, if it makes sense to y'all, then I guess that's all that matters. If it makes sense to y'all, then that's all that matters, right? Okay. Okay. Pull it back. Pull it back. All right. Okay. 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 
We are cooking today. We are cooking today. Where am I at? 24 minutes in. Okay. I was on Twitter because Twitter is still awesome despite it, the problems going on internally with Elon versus the help. Okay. Twitter is still awesome. I don't care what anybody says. I was on Twitter. I was on Twitter. I was on Twitter. I was on Twitter. History buffs. Um, we always make the joke when in Rome, right? Or we always use the fall of Rome as the barometer of how civilizations thrive and, and die, right? Because Rome is pretty much the, the ultimate catalyst, right? Rome is the blueprint we base most civilizations on when it comes to the ascension, um, you know, and then the, the, the descension, right? We pretty much always use Rome as the barometer. That's, that's fair enough to say. Okay. So this guy here, interesting thread. He posts, he said seven signs of cultural suicide from, from falling Rome and the West has them all. Oh, yes, it is the ultimate measuring stick. I agree. We base every society, civilization, you know, based off Rome. Okay. Now I know others want to say, well, you can do Egypt. All right, that's cool. But right now we're going with Rome. Okay. Seven signs of cultural societal deletion from falling Rome. And he makes very, very good points. Points that I didn't even know that took place, but let's continue. So he goes, number one, women in blood sports. In falling Rome, topless female gladiators fought male dwarves in the Colosseum. Nero made senators' wives fight to the death. I did not know that. Okay. Number two, decaying cities. In falling Rome, high-rise slums replaced great buildings. No monuments were built. As Kenneth Clark said, civilization requires confidence in the society in which one lives. Okay. I'm, I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement. Here we go. Number three. Falling fertility. In falling Rome, the poor lost the confidence to sire children. The rich saw them as a burden. Anal intercourse was popular birth control. Childlessness prevailed. Tacitus. Okay. Sister George, what's happening? What's happening? Out here creating havoc. Nero was bored. Nero was bored. See, I, yeah, I know Nick is, Nick is well-versed in this. I did not know about, I didn't know Nero was just, this, this, was just off kilter. Now I have something to go look for, uh, look up and, and research. Number four, here we go. Manosphere. This is you niggas. Manosphere and passport bros. This is you niggas. In falling Rome, men saw marriage as a burden, starting with the elites. Instead, prostitution, homosexuality, and bisexuality were rife. How can the Commonwealth be preserved if we neither marry nor produce children? Augustus. Huh? Huh? Okay. Number five. Number five, abortion. In falling Rome, many women died or became inf infertile 
from abortion attempts. Babies were thrown in the sewers or left in the streets for animals to eat. After you rationalize killing your own children, depravity snowballs. This is some deep shit he's kicking right now. This is deep. This is deep. Number six. Trashing tradition. In falling Rome, a below replacement fertility rate meant Rome depended on who? Immigrants. Immigrants. But the immigrants didn't follow the Roman traditions. Why? The elites themselves no longer upheld them. Number seven. Number seven. In falling Rome, motherhood was devalued. But as the historian Jerome uh, Carpaccino observed, by copying men too closely, the Roman women succeeded more rapidly in emulating man's vices than inquiring his strength. Run it back, Sly. What'd he say again? Jerome Carpaccino. By copying men too closely, the Roman woman succeeded more rapidly in emulating man's vices and inquiring his strength. This is the really shit. This is the really shit. This is, I was not prepared for how deep this was going to be. I was not prepared. I was not prepared. I was not prepared. I was not prepared. Wow. 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 I was not prepared. Now, this is funny because now the segue into this is is going to be Grant Wall. This all ties in. This is why Qatar was acting the way it acted and have issues with how some of you Western people were, were bringing nonsense into the country. Okay. See over, you walked into, <laughs> yeah, you walked into a landmine, bro. Flying a uh, Bob and Betty or flying Betty. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Yeah, 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 yeah. A1's in the house. Okay. You know what? Let's run it back. Let's run it back. I, I, our call to, I was prepared to be childish all the way through, but I wasn't prepared for this, this level of, <laughs> Of conversation. Rome never recovered. Rome never recovered. Rome never recovered. They never recovered. They never recovered. Qatar ain't trying to end up like Rome. You know, we'll come back to this, but let's get into uh Grant Wall. But this was deep. This is so deep. I gotta come back to this later on. So remind me. To come back to this later on okay all right we're gonna get to grant wall and his nonsense now remember once again if you're on twitter you already knew how um the country of qatar felt about certain sexual proclivities being um gallivanted about and, and promoted they don't play that shit over there 
right? But but of course, Americans being American, they're gonna they're gonna American. Okay, of course, Americans being American, they gotta American. You understand? Remember this. Remember this at the very beginning of the, of the World Cup. Out here doing the most. Remember this at the very beginning of the World Cup. Like I said, if you're on Twitter, then you you under knew what was going on. Okay. All right. You're already out here doing the most. You know they don't play. They don't play that shit over there. Why? Why would you think you and 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 your sexual um, antics in the bedroom deserve to be mentioned? This country. These countries don't play that shit. Regardless if you believe in 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 the Quran and Muslim and Islam, you gotta respect other people's countries. Americans don't respect other people's countries, cultures, values, beliefs. Clearly they don't. There's nobody more entitled on this planet than I would say American white men. Can we can we agree that American white men just believe that they could because they're American, you know, you, you play the Hulk Hogan theme song, I'm a real American. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? America. Right? Chevy's and Chevy versus Ford versus Dodge. You know. Guns. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like nobody is. And I'm not saying it in a bad way, but that's cool in America. But this ain't America, Jack. Wait, what? What? Did um Mr. McDowell tell King Joffy Jofer? When Joffy Jofer is like, ah, you know, just pay this man his woman, pay the pay the man whatever he's want, so to leave his, so Hakim can, can leave his daughter alone, whatever some shit. And the wife was like, Joffrey. He said, now look here, this America, Jack. Remember that shit? He told Joffrey Jofer, now look here, I don't get where you come from. This America, Jack. <laughs> I swear, every time I see that line, I, I I see my daddy in that shit. Every time I watch. <laughs> that movie and as soon as Miss, uh, Mr. McDowell says that shit and this America that's my dad like that's my dad all day all fucking day because my dad when I was younger he'd be like look here Jack <laughs> just be like uh oh <laughs> when my dad calls me Jack I know I'm in trouble I'm like who's Jack but okay alright Amer- nobody does America more than white American men that's the first thing nobody does sex identity probably you know white woman is right there but white men white gay men y'all be man listen just gay people in general you know i put them right there with religious zealots you have sexual identity zealots and you have religious zealots i can't they're like they're neck and neck for me right they're neck and neck for me you cannot go into a muslim state country Doing they, t- oh my gosh, you can't do this. You can't do this, right? You can't do this. You can't do this. This is not. This is not the way. All right, we all watched the Mandalorian. This is not the way. So now this this motherfucker's dead, right? <laughs> this motherfucker's dead. He end up dead somehow. He end up unalived, right? Now, let me find the other part. Now, to see, now, 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 pay attention. Pay attention. Now, mind you, he just, he died 48 hours ago. He just collapsed. Now, believe, there's two ways this man, 
I believe died. And there's two ways I believe he died. This is the first way. Okay. This is the first way I believe he died. All right. This is, this is, this is my theory. Number one. Okay. This is my theory. Number one. Okay. Theory number two is a coworker of his. They were working in the, in the, in the, in the, uh, in the skybox. He said, I just walked right in front of him. And minutes later he collapsed. So here's my theory. Number two. There we go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. See you over. Thank you for the super chat, bro. Died suddenly collapsing and having chest pain. Now my first theory, my first theory is this. Okay. Now I got to pull up his wife. This is important as well. Who is his wife, Sly? Well, where did, where the bitch at? Hit hit a bitch right here. This is his wife. This is his wife. Celine Gounder is an American infectious disease physician and medical journalist who specializes in infectious disease and global health. She was a member of the C-19 advisory board transition team of U.S. President-elect Joe Biden. Pay attention. Pay attention. He's married to this woman. Okay. He's married to this woman. All right. Now here's my other, here's theory number two. Theory number two. Lord Zeno, thank you for the two on the super chat, bro. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Here's my second theory. The co-worker that walked in front of him while they were working in the same, they were working side by side in, in, in the skybox, right? In the, in the press reporter's booth. He said, I, I got up and walked right in front of him. And then all of a sudden he collapsed. My second theory tells me somebody hit him with something, right? He was hit with something. I mean, when I mean hit with something, he was hit with something. The Bob Marley, he was injected with something. You understand? So if you already believe in the heart attack gun, right? We believe in the heart attack gun because the CIA done already had these motherfuckers on in, the, in front of the Senate. Like this is the heart attack gun. This is, this is in the early seventies, right? This is what we do to, to induce a heart attack. And you never know. It's the whole ice bullet theory, right? Remember the ice bullet theory assassin shoot somebody with a, with a, um, a, a bullet shaped in dry ice. It hits the person and it just melts and it just leaves a hole in the person. But this is my second theory that he was hit with something. I'm not saying the coworker or the friend, the guy next to him did it. I'm just saying, okay. I'm just saying there's two ways this man lost his life. I'm not going to, I'm not going to blame this on Qatar per se. Okay. Qatar would have an, an, a good enough reason to do so. I'm not going to blame this on, on the country of Qatar. I'm looking at the wife because this is this, this is this woman's job. He's married to this woman. And then the coworker statement was like, I, I just, all I did was get up and walk in front of him. And then all of a sudden he, he collapsed. Okay. All right. All right. Now his brother, everybody aluminium, you know what time it is. Aluminium. Let's go. The brother 
Grant Wall's brother. Aluminium, let's go. My name is Eric Wall. I live in Seattle, Washington. I am Grant Wall's brother. I'm gay. I am the reason he wore the rainbow shirt to the World Cup. My brother was healthy. He told me he received death threats. I do not believe my brother just died. I believe he was killed. And I just beg for any help. Okay, that's his brother. Now, I don't see any, any tears. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm not, I'm just saying, is it, it, brother, you not, I need more, I need to see more tears. I don't see any tears, but let's, you know what? Let's just run it back again, because I got time. My name is Eric Wall. I live in Seattle, Washington. I am Grant Wall's brother. I'm gay. I am the reason he wore the rainbow shirt to the World Cup. My brother was healthy. He told me he received death threats. I do not believe my brother just died. I believe he was killed. And I just beg for any help. Okay. And it sounded like somebody was on was on hold. Uh, you know when you call a customer service line and they always play that one particular song, the instrumental? I recognize the instrumental because... Like when I call T-Mobile or, or Bank of America, they play that one specific. <laughs> I recognize, I recognize the song. <laughs> All right, get back to seriousness. All right, get back to seriousness. All right, now, now, let's see what everybody else is saying. Let's see what everybody else is saying. And we say good morning to you from Doha. I'm Rob Stone. And today, we're going to try to celebrate the beautiful game with heavy, heavy hearts. Yesterday, the American soccer community suffered an unspeakable loss. Renowned, massively influential journalist Grant Wall passed away here in Qatar while covering this tournament. Grant's career included more than two decades at Sports Illustrated and seven years as a colleague here at Fox Sports, during which he helped raise the popularity of soccer in the United States to new heights, U.S. soccer, releasing a statement which read in part, Grant's passion for soccer and commitment to elevating its profile across our sporting landscape played a major role in helping to drive interest in and respect for our beautiful game. FIFA president Gianni Infantino said of Grant, his love for football was immense and his reporting will be missed by all who follow the global game. He is survived by his wife, Celine. Grant <clears throat> was 48 years old. Okay. Okay. Now, once again, I, you know, it's sad. Listen, you can't do this shit in Qatar, man. You can't be doing this shit. Qatar, Qatar told y'all, don't bring that foolishness to our country. You can't do this shit, man. You asking for trouble. You can't do this. Come on. Yeah, exactly. This is why they hate the West. This is why they hate the West. I can't even blame them. But this really ain't about the West. It's about a certain demographic of people that feel their sex, it, their sexual identity is more important than even their humanity. So this whole inter, intersectionality thing, you know, with our, with our people, black gay people, they always identify themselves as, as whatever they are first, their sex, then it gets to their nationality. It's the same thing here. You have a certain subsect of people, uh, a, a, a very small minority 
that have convinced the world that their sexual identity is more important than what they are as, as a nationality. You understand? That's right. He did work with LeBron James. He sure did. And LeBron, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? DC over, he, come on, he trying to go deep, deep, brother. Can't, you can't, listen, Qatar done told y'all, don't bring that foolishness, bumble clot, brass clot shit over here. We don't play that. We still believe in stoning people, okay? Cannot, come on, you just, the entitlement is, you know, and they don't play that shit. Yeah, even I'm like, come on, you doing you doing the most right now. Like, take that shit off. Doing the most. If doing if fuck around and found out was was a person, this was it. Okay, if fuck around and found out, fofa, right? Y'all didn't see all. If fuck around and found out was a person, this is it right here. Okay. Okay. Now, you know what? Let's do this. Because I want to find a statement from the co-worker. Uh, what'd you say, Eric? What, what, what'd Erica say? He lucky he didn't get a punch. Man, shit. Come back to that. Grant Wall. I was trying to find a video. They said there was a video of him passing out. Um, I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. Okay, now here's what they're saying. Is on Saturday that Wall fell ill in the press area where he received immediate medical treatment on site. He was then transferred to Hamad General Hospital, said a spokesperson for the Supreme Court uh, Committee, the body responsible for planning the tournament. He died. He died in Qatar after collapsing while covering the World Cup. Okay, he was treated in the stadium for about 20 to 25 minutes before he was moved to the hospital. This was towards the end of the extra time in the match. Suddenly, colleagues up to my to my left started shouting for medical assistance. Obviously, someone had collapsed if, because the chairs are freestanding. People were able to move the chairs, so it's possible to create a little space, a little bit of space around him. He added that the medical team were there pretty quickly and were able to, as best as they could, give treatment. The circumstances around his death are not clear. All right. Oh, you can't do this, man. You can't do this. Wall had covered soccer for more than two decades, including 11 World Cups, six men's, five women's, and authored several books. That's great. Okay, but still. Now, here's where the twist is. Here's what the twist. And I was arguing. I was me and, me and the wife are going back and forth about the situation. I said they were they were saying he was already sick. Here you go. In an episode of the podcast Football with Grant Wall, published days before his death on December sixth, he had complained of feeling unwell. It had gotten pretty bad in terms of like the tightness in my chest, tightness, pressure, feeling pretty hairy, bad. He added that he sought help at the medical clinic at the World Cup Media Center, believing he had bronchitis. He was given cough syrup and ibuprofen and felt better shortly afterward, he said. Wall also said he experienced involuntary capitulation by my body and mind. 
after the U.S. Netherlands game on December 3rd. So he was already on his way out. His body was shutting down. So he died on the 6th, right? Let me, let me, let me, let me piece this timeline together. Let me piece this timeline together. Okay, so today is... Okay, so today is the 10th. They say he died like 48 hours ago, right? So by December 3rd, his body was already shutting down. He was already shutting down. Said, this isn't my first rodeo. I've done eight of these on the men's side. And so like I've gotten sick to some extent at every tournament, it's just about trying to find a way to get like your work done. He further described the incident in a recent newsletter on December 5th, writing that his body had broke down after he had little sleep, high stress and a heavy workload. He had a cold for 10 days, which turned into something more severe. He wrote, adding that he felt better after receiving antibiotics and catching up on sleep. He was already on his way out. His body was like, ah, we out. His body was like, ah, I can't do this anymore. I can't. The body was shutting down. Okay. This is him with his work with uh, LeBron James. Ah, God damn it. Wait, can I say something real quick? That's a mean ass jacket he got on though. That's a mean ass leather jacket LeBron is wearing. I need to find, I need to find that jacket cause that's clean. <laughs> I'm sorry. My bad. Okay. I, I didn't have the share screen. I'm sorry. We're going to run it back. We're going to run it back. I didn't know that. I didn't realize the share screen was not on. Please forgive me. 
Please forgive me. Let's run it back. I need y'all to see how clean LeBron's jacket is. I need y'all to see how clean this motherfucker's leather jacket is. Do you understand? <laughs> Many stories that Wall has told and covered over his long career. And last night, the NBA superstar paid tribute to Wall. Listen. I've always um, kind of Woo! watched from a distance. You know, even when I... That's a clean ass jacket. I need that jacket. Does anybody want to donate to the uh, help Sly get the jacket that LeBron was wearing? The yellow joint donation fund. I mean, I'm all for it. I'm sure that jacket's $1,200, $1,500. But it would serve me well in my production and, and presentation to you guys. If you guys came together to donate to give me this jacket. So I can give you guys a better show. <laughs> you know, moved up in the ranks and became a professional. And, you know, he kind of went to a different sport and, and things of that nature over the years. Uh, anytime his name will come up, I'll always think, think back to me as a teenager and having Grant, um, you know, in our building. That's clean uh, as Down at St. V. So that's um, clean as it's hell. It's a tragic loss. It's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> unfortunate, um, uh, you know, to lose someone as great as he was. That's Wall's clean. wife is Dr. Celine Gounder. Uh, you may recognize her. She's a former CNN contributor who served on the Biden-Harris Transition COVID-19 Advisory Board. And she posted this on Twitter. I am so thankful for the support of my husband, Grant Wall's soccer family, and of so many friends who have reached out tonight. I'm in complete shock. CNN sports anchor Amanda Davis joins us now from Doha, Qatar. Just such tragic news, Amanda. A lot of reaction has been pouring in. What more do we know about Wall's death? Yeah, morning, Amra. I, I think shock, sadness, devastation. A whole lot of people here in Doha really just still trying to, to process this news because so many of us, members of the sporting media had been there at the game, the Netherlands-Argentina match last night, sharing the press box with him. It is a huge media tribune here at the Lucille Stadium. I was at the game sitting low down, and I have to tell you, I went home and was oblivious to anything that had happened, but reports emerging now from those who had been sat a little bit further up uh, about the fact that Grant had collapsed uh, in the midst of extra time, was treated on the scene, ultimately taken to hospital, and then the sad uh, news has emerged that he hasn't made it. Uh, he had been reported publicly on his podcast, in articles that he'd been suffering with uh, tightness of his chest, flu-like symptoms over the course of his time here in Doha. He'd been to the medical center, received some antibiotics for what he thought was bronchitis. But that is all the detail we know as now. Okay. Okay. All right. Once again, this man went out one of two ways. I think everybody for the most part would say he went out because of the inoculation or I give you the other way is somebody in the press room hit him up for whatever reason. Okay. Now let's do this because I got time because they saying he collapsed. Let us use some death spiral footage. 
Yes, I'm sorry. I don't mean to make light or make, you know, fun. But this shit is, is, it's like watching a train wreck or a car crash. Okay. It's tragic. Somebody, people are, are, you know, but I have to watch. I have to watch. If I have to watch, that means you have to watch. So let's watch that beautiful death spiral footage. Let's go. Death spiral. Okay, now I've heard the theory, the angel of death theory. And the only reason I even consider the angel of death theory is because of this one here. This is the only person I've seen actually try to bat away or whatever he saw, like, uh, you know, physically fight it off. Now, once again, I kept hearing it. People kept saying, well, you know, they see the angel of death. I was like, ah, yeah, but this right here kind of convinced me like, you know what? Th these people see something. Okay. These people see something right before they, 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 they exit out. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm now I'm open to the death angel theory. I didn't say I never believed in the death angel, but I'm, I'm saying I'm more open to it now when I see people like turn to the, you know what I'm saying? I, Cause this dude is clearly fighting off something. All right, this ain't, this is not a convo, some type of some psychosymptomatic shock. This motherfucker's not in shock. He's still in his clear faculties. He's still conscious. He sees something. All right. <laughs> this nigga said the fuck. Going to hell, sir. Sir. <laughs> Y'all going to hell. I, 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 I am more open to the angel of death theory with this. He saw Anubis. <laughs> this is creepy to me. All the other footage don't bother me, but he is clearly seeing something. Okay. They on them rocks. I can't with you. This shit right here. Ah. Okay, look. He clearly sees something. Now I'm really in I'm really on it now. I will have to do some more digging around, but this angel of death theory. If I if I could if I could present evidence for it. This would be it. These two clips here. These people are not dead at this point. They're not dead at, at this point. They see something. Okay. They clearly see something. He's trying to get up. And it gets him. Man, let me run that shit back. Okay. When he's, whatever he's looking at, he's clearly, he's not dead. He's trying to get up and get away from it. 
And right now, it already got it has a hold of it and then took his soul. He sees something. Okay, you're looking so something you're looking up to so obviously something is like this tall, right? Look how look. <laughs> The angle, look at where he's, so whoever he sees obviously is seven, eight feet, nine feet tall. Let's assume this guy's five, eight, five, nine. All right. Let's assume this guy's five, eight, five, nine. It's a foot. It's to, so something he's looking at is roughly seven feet tall. Okay. Roughly some, he, he's looking at something quite tall. And he just spirals out. Man, let's run that back. Because when his first glance at, at something, once again, before he starts to spiral, he gets a look at something. And then it just, it just all, it's all, it's lights out at that point. Now this is the most disturbing footage. Uh, uh, I, this bothers me, but fuck it, we gotta we gotta play it. God damn! Oh, son of a bitch! Ah, nigga! I'm not rewinding that. I'm not rewinding that. Yo, I'm I. Listen, don't dispute me. Dispute the footage. It's a seizure that affects the opposite side of their brain. That's why they turn. Man, fuck out. Before they seize out, they see something. I ain't listen. I ain't believing that shit. Before these people seize out, stroke out, whatever, they see something. They see, they, they, you know, it's like a common theme. Like you see the person coming to get you right before you, you, you zone out. All right, these comments, y'all going to hell for these comments, man. Like for real. <laughs> I can't with you, motherfuckers. Y'all going to hell, hell, right? Exactly. Thank you for the five for the super chat. You got y'all. There is a special place for of hell with you for y'all. Yo, there was a, uh, a Netflix show last year. It was Japanese or Korean. Remember, it was um, the three hounds or the three rock creatures. Oh, okay. So it was like this crazy society. And whoever sees their death, they get a vision. Some guy in the shiny head. He would come to the person that's going to die. And he would tell them, hey, you're going to die on this date. Right? And I guess the... Uh, the government would seclude these people and they would send the three rock men to come collect the souls. It was on Netflix. It came out like last year. It's either Korean, a South Korean movie or a Japanese movie. 
Does anybody remember remember the name of that movie? Off chance. Brother, we are beyond we are losing spiritual warfare. We are losing. We are losing badly. <clears throat> Does anybody remember the name of that that movie? It was either Japanese or South Korean, right? It was the society where whoever was going to die would would uh they would get a, a vision and they would say, Hey, you're gonna die this, this, and this, and the government would come get these people and seclude them, and these three rock creatures. Right, we'll just come through, tan shit up, and snatch the souls out. And the season ended on a cliffhanger because the one girl got her soul snatched. She got it back. So, and it's just like this, it's this whole government versus the common people themed subplot going on. Does anybody remember the, 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 the name of that movie? Nobody remembers? Nobody remembers the name of that movie. Next, I knew that was coming. Okay. So nobody knows. Nobody remembers. Nobody remembers. Okay. Hellbound. Thank you, Greg. Hellbound. Yes. That, yeah, Hellbound. That shit was crazy. And yeah, the cliffhanger was the one girl that got her shit snatched. She got, she got, she got resurrected back. And it's a cliffhanger. So they're supposed to be doing season two. And I haven't heard anything else about it. Okay. All right. Hellbound. So everybody, y'all seen it. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was a great little series. Yes, if you haven't seen Hellbound, go see it. I believe it's either Korean or Japanese. But I think, you know, Netflix has some of the best Asian cinema, uh, you know, uh, content right now. Yeah, hell, Hellbound. About to sleep with All right, let's get into uh, Brittany Griner. We can put this thing to bed with Brittany, with, with Brittany Griner. Um, another segue, right? Talking about alternative lifestyles. But this is, this is weird. Okay, just like Castor Samaya, just like with Castor Samaya. Oh, no, wait, no, wait. Before I do Britain, let's do this first. Let's do this first. I want to get you guys' take on this young man. Okay, because I don't want to speak out of turn or out of place or not or not from a lack of understanding. So send me this. See, oh, we can blame C over for this. We can blame the almighty Siova. Okay, we can blame the almighty Siova for this. All right. I think his name is Tuski. You know what? Let me find it. Let me find his YouTube channel real quick. Once again, blame the almighty Siova. What is his fucking name? First, let me find the email. Okay, I think I've... 
Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is once again all praises, thanks go to the Almighty Sea over. His name is Ugly Boy Tail. Now, why would he give himself this title is beyond me. But let's go into his 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 confession, his story. Okay. Now, I, like I said, I want to speak out of a place of 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 understanding and 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 out of love so i want to get you guys take on this it's korean okay thank you babe it's korean horror korean all right and then i i know uh the parasite director has a new movie coming out it's called uh is it called fickle i forget he has a new movie coming out pretty soon don't worry we're gonna we're gonna get to we're gonna get to, to britney but i want to go over this real quick i want to get you guys thoughts uh yes watch hellbound it's crazy man it's crazy all right so i want everybody to, to respectfully give their thoughts on this young man's confession all right so let's go so before i talk about the time i got sexually assaulted i just want to say this is not clickbait i'm not gonna expose the girl i'm not gonna say the girl's real name i just want to talk about this story also i'm not going to try to make this sad because i don't want to make this sad. i want to make it as like just a learning experience and because i've fenced about everything on this channel literally so yeah so it was like around two months ago around like the end of september the beginning of october so this is editor teo here and before i continue the story i just want to say that yes men can get raped yes men can get sexually assaulted like i'm tired of hearing people on social media be like oh yeah men can get this making that did all men want to do is fuck like no Men actually want an actual relationship. Yes, there are some men who all they want to do is just fuck and like leave. But most men, they actually want a true dating relationship. And they do not like to be, you know, touched and they this. Like, they actually want like a true relationship with a female. Stop. Come on. Don't drag this young man. Don't drag. Oh, you got y'all. See, see why there's a special place in hell for all of you. When are you going to play a uh, Siggy Jackson wedding video? <laughs> just by Come on, y'all. Listen, I want knowledge and understanding for this young man. All right. Just let's hear his story. And I want to get you guys' take on it because I was still like conflicted on how I should feel. But see y'all, see, y'all ain't right. Y'all ain't I'm not highlighting these comments. Y'all ain't shit. <laughs> Cinnamon. I can't. I can't with y'all. <laughs> See, this brother needs our help okay master of the cinnamon i'm i'm not <laughs> darth slothius time out sir you go go to the, i need you to go sit in the corner for about five minutes i need you to sit in the corner for five minutes this is C. Over's fault. C. Over sent this shit to me. Okay? C. Over. All right? <laughs> gang, gang, C. Over, gang. He did this. Let's just, let's just hear his story, okay? Before we make any rash judgments. I just want understanding. I just want to come to some sort of understanding and maybe I'm seeing things the wrong way. Okay? And once again, his YouTube channel is ugly boy tail why would you call yourself such a self-deprecating term like this 
brother, please change your YouTube handle. This is not the way. Do not call yourself, refer to yourself as ugly boy, but who am I? Let's go. So yeah, let's just get back into the story. I was basically, you know, I went on this date with a girl. Mind you, I'm going to call her Rebecca. I'm going to call her Rebecca. She was actually a really cool, pretty girl. Like, she was beautiful. She, like, she was almost everything I wanted, right? And I went on a cool-ass date with her without telling my friends, without telling my family. Like, no one, like, no one knew I was going on a date with her because I actually wanted, you know, a genuine relationship with her. Keep that in mind, I wanted a genuine relationship with her. I didn't want to fuck. I didn't want to, you know, touch her anyway. I actually just wanted to get to know her and go on a date and et cetera, right? So I took her on a date. First, we went to go, you know, get ice cream in Chipotle. And, bro, that was amazing. The ice cream was bomb. You feel me? Went to go. He said, ice cream in Chipotle. See, that's nice. That's nice, right? Ice cream and Chipotle. Okay, let's continue. This uh, Creme Street ice cream, it was amazing. And then we went to go to Chipotle, got my little Chipotle, and we had fun, and then went to the park, right? And then after that, we went to go, you know, went bowling. I'm being her bowling because I'm fucking gone. I'm him. And then after that, we also went to the art museum and went to, you know, look at art and look at... See, that's dope. Art museum, artsy stuff. That's dope. I like that. I like that. Some of y'all should take notes. I'm just saying, let's go. This, like the whole entire day was just me, just spending time with her because I was completely free. I had no work, no nothing. And then after the art museum, we went to you know take pictures around downtown Houston. By the way, I stay in Houston. Actually, I shouldn't even say that. I stay in outer space. <laughs> we went down to downtown Houston to then you know take pictures uh, uh, and oh, take wait, pretty wait, wait. pictures. Like Nick, he's close. He's close to you, sir. He's close by you, Houston. Texas, these are your peoples. <laughs> Listen, I know y'all had a boil a boil order not too long ago. <laughs> What's going on with the water in Texas? <laughs> What's going on? It's y'all man's. Texas, come get y'all man's. I have pictures, but like I deleted them after what she did. But we went to go take pictures, do this, like a pretty lie. It's like, bro, it was amazing, right? And let's say around like, you know, 9 p.m. Because she had to go home around like, you know, 11, right? And we're like 40 minutes away from her house. And I didn't want to, you know, for her mom to get mad at me, right? So we drove all the way to her house, right? And we, and I started speeding because instead of us getting there 40 minutes later, we got there in 30 minutes, right? Because I'm just, I'm, I'm speed demon, you feel? Anyways. <laughs> We came up to her house, right? But instead of going to her house, we went to the park that's like five minutes away from her house, like a five minute walk away from her house and technically a three minute drive. And we were just, you know, chilling in the park, waiting for her to actually, you know, go inside because she just wanted, you know, chill in the park and just, you know, talk about stuff. So we were just talking. We were just chilling. We were talking about how, you know, our goals or dreams, how I wanted to become a big YouTuber. I wanted, you know, I have business house, trying to get a job and how I changed my major and etc. We were just talking about her, right? And she was talking about how, you know, her job, her her dreams, her goals, everything. It was a good ass time until all of a sudden, we were just chilling, right? And then all of a sudden, she just kissed me. Just gone. Okay, this is where... <laughs> now, once again, this is his experience, his perspective, his truth. Okay? Just like how we say, don't believe all women, right? Or give men the benefit of the doubt. Men, this happens to men, too. Okay. So, when I, I just want to get everybody's perspective. Please be respectful. He's not, he's not our age, y'all. He hasn't lived enough life to be hardened 
and scarred and battle scarred and shit. All right, he's still going through his life. Okay, so please be respectful. Over her dreams, her goals, everything. It was a good ass time until all of a sudden we were just chilling, right? And then all of a sudden she just kissed me, just got on top of me and just kissed me and grabbed my dick. Right? I was like, yo. I pushed her off. I was like, yo, chill. And bro, when I tell you the shock on her face was like, what the fuck? Like, you didn't like that? Like, bro, the shock on her face was like so, like, she was so confused and so shocked. And I was like, why are you shocked for? Why are you confused? Like, I don't want you just all of a sudden just get on top of me, kissing me, and just grab my neck, like, like, my dick and shit, bro. Like, no. I was actually having a genuine conversation with you. I mean, actually, a genuine, you know, interaction with you. And we were actually. What'd you say? Kenan! This nigga said he answers his phone on his stomach. I hate you. I hate y'all right now. Y'all ain't. Y'all got my goddamn illness acting up. I can't. Ugh! Shame on all of y'all. Shame on you guys. We are old enough to be his fathers and mothers. Shame. Shame on y'all. We are old enough to be this young man's parents. Okay? Don't you dare put that on Nick. <laughs> nah, uh, ten third ward. <laughs> so this 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 ain't fifth ward. This ain't this ain't what we do in fifth ward. Oh, oh, okay. This ain't fifth ward people. This ain't my this ain't my people. J Prince people. No. Yeah. No. I had a genuine just talk, just chilling. Like I did not. I told her from the get go, from the jump. I met her from the first day I met her. I don't want to fuck. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do anything sexual. I literally just want to get to know you because I feel like you are actually a genuine person that I want to get to know and build a relationship with. I do not want to build a relationship around sex, around this, around that. I do not want to feel obligated to fuck you until I'm, you know, mentally okay too. You feel me? Like I didn't want to have sex, which I know some of you guys are going to be like, oh my God, you didn't want to have sex? Like, <laughs> like no, not every girl I just want to fuck, bruh. Like, no. Some girls actually want a genuine relationship with. You feel me? Some girls, yes. But other girls, no. I don't want to fuck every girl. Some girls I just want to just sit down and talk to and know about their aspirations, their life, their dreams, their goals, everything. And just look at them and just love talking to them. And she was one of those girls until all of a sudden she just, you know, got on top of me, kissed me, and grabbed my dick. And I was like, yo, you got to chill, bro. And she, feel, and she looked so shocked and so confused because... Literally, after I told her, you got to get off, like, you got to get out of my car, because literally, after she did that, I told her, hey, get out of my car, bro, you go home, because that's mad weird, you can't just all of a sudden just get on top of me, and think, you know, some type of object, bro, like, no, nah, all because I'm a nigga, and you think all niggas want to do is fuck, doesn't mean I'm one of them, like, I've told you already, from the jump, I don't want that shit, and you instead did that shit anyways, like, bro, what the fuck? It's <laughs> chill. And she like after after I told that shit, after I told her to get out, she was like, "Oh shit, this thing is actually for real." She started crying and she started being extremely sad. And she said that basically every guy that she ever went out with on day, all they wanted to do was fuck. And they thought, and she thought by her giving her body to a guy, or by her letting a guy fuck or do this or do that, the guy will like her more. And I'm like, damn, that is sad as shit. But I'm not one of those guys. Like, no. I'm actually one of those guys that actually want to choose your relationship and want to choose this and choose that. Like, no, I don't want that. Like, if I wanted it, I would have told you straight up. I'm a very straight up person. If I wanted to fuck you and if I wanted to do it, I would have showed signs. Like, bro, I didn't touch your ass. I didn't touch your titty. I didn't kiss you once. Like, nigga, it was just genuine, just fucking date. Like, I didn't want anything else. Like, and people would be like, oh, that's crazy. 
Okay, nigga, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That's crazy. But yeah, after I told her to get out, I just told her, you know, just get out and just walk home. And she said all that. And I was like, I felt a little bit bad for kicking out by the same time, nigga. That made me look at her in a different light. And I was like, bro, what type of person just does that? And not gonna lie, if I was a girl and a guy did that to me and a guy all of a sudden just grabbed my titty and kissed me or grab my, or, you know, start filming my pussy and kissed me, I would have said that was rape, right? I would have followed charges. Okay, he has a point. Okay, regardless of what we think his sexual orientation is, because you guys are just hell in the chat. The overarching point is she <clears throat> committed a sexual act that he did not ask for or give permission to. Because if this was a, let's be honest, if this were a woman telling this exact same story that a guy did this to her, you know what I'm saying? Reaction would be totally, totally different. But... <clears throat> Please be nice, y'all. Come on, he's a young guy. He's still going, trying to find himself in life and, and finding his way. He may not be the most masculine. Oh, just hell in these chats, man. I, I can't take y'all anywhere. That's crazy. I should have just filed charges and let her just go to jail. But nah, that's fucked up. I think that's fucked up to file charges. I just, like, you know, kicked out my car and told her to walk home and never saw her again. Like, literally, she called me right when, you know, I was driving home because I instantly was just pissed as fuck. I was like, well, why the fuck are you doing this? Instantly, I was just driving home after I kicked out my car. She just called me just crying for a cool 30 minutes. And she she was taking mad long. Like, I know her house is like five-minute walk. She was crying for 30 minutes just walking home extremely fucking slow. She was crying saying how she saw her. She really likes me. And to be honest, I did not give a fuck. I did not care. <laughs> I did not give two fucks. Like, I felt bad. But at the same time, you can't just do that to a nigga. Because if I was a girl and you were a guy and you did that to me, you will get canceled. you will get to prison. Like, you will go through hell. But nah, I'm not finna do that. I'm not finna, like, you know, do that shit. I'm finna just block you and forget I, you know, forget about you entirely. Bruh. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I felt a little bit bad, but I did not give a fuck. Like I said before, I did not care. So I blocked her and never seen her again, ever, ever, ever. And does a part of me regret blocking her? Because not gonna lie, ever since I blocked her, like sometimes a little bit, like, damn, I should have blocked her. She was actually a really cool person. But at the same time, I don't regret blocking her because if she can do that once, she might do it again. Like, I'm the type of nigga, it depends what you do to me. I can only give you one chance, and once you fuck that shit up, you're out of there. Sometimes, if you just, you know, make a small lie, probably, you know, like, doing two or three chances. Okay, now, this is the rhetoric. I hear those guys down the street say more men should, should, and, and adopt the one striking your out rule. So, clearly, clearly, he's saying what, you know, the whole thing, like, look, I give a bitch one chance, she fuck it up, I, I delete block, right? We've heard this rhetoric before. But if you make that shit as like you, if you did that, bro, one chance you out of there, bro. Like no, I'm not giving no second chances. Fuck no, you're out of there. You're gone. You're blocked, bro. That is not a not a that. Listen, that has nothing. That as a beanie cap. That's not a that's not a soft fez or a hard fez. Don't put that on the moors, brother. Don't put that on the moors. They ain't wearing no soft ass moors hat. No, that's a goddamn beanie cap. Don't do the, Don't disrespect the moors like that. <laughs> I've never seen you again. Simple. You lost everything. Like, I'm not scared to block nobody. <laughs> That's crazy. I blocked so many people. But yeah. 
That's basically my sexual soul style. I know people finna be like, oh, that's not really a sexual soul. You're in nighttime. You're probably looking for it. And like, no. Like, how do you? What? I wasn't looking to get fucking sexual soul. It's like, nigga, I was actually just talking to the girl on some chill shit. Like, I told my mom about it. And she was like, so you were looking for it. Like, who just goes at nighttime in a park near their house? See, not even his mama shamed him. Now, this is a goal to a bigger issue. Okay, because we, we hear all the stories of the aunties molesting the, 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 the nephews and the little cousins. And, you know, well, you know, old woman touched me too. And everybody laughs it off. Even his own mother told him, well, you were looking for it. And he clearly said he was not looking for anything. He even said the woman said she's so used to putting out early for guys that him, say, him telling her no her for a loop this is a bigger issue regardless of what you think he is and his issues and his mannerisms the issue is men are not allowed to uh have sanctity of of their own bodies women are allowed to have complete autonomy over their bodies young men are not that is the bigger issue here i i believe i see okay regardless of how you how we how you feel he if you think he's saucy whatever the case may be the young man told the woman i'm not here for that i'm just here for conversation to get to know you so this is how warped and skewed the dating scene has become even for younger people because everyone expects to have sex on the first second or third date and he and his own mother told him well you must have been looking for it what kind of shit is that okay let me run that part back when he says about his mother so many people but yeah that's basically my sexual soul style i know people finna be like oh yeah, that's not really a sexual soul you're at night time you're probably looking for it and like no like how do you what i wasn't looking to get fucking sexual so it's like nigga i was actually just talking to the girl on some chill shit like i told my mom about it and she was like so you were looking for it like who just goes at nighttime in a park near their house and just talks in a car like who just nigga me <laughs> I go to the park by myself all the time at night. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I do that. Like, all because I go to the park with a girl at nighttime doesn't mean I should get all of a sudden just grabbed on palm. Like, I understand that's perfect. You know, it's perfect setting, perfect timing. It's nighttime. Everything's pretty. But no. Like, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's crazy. But yeah. That's, that's basically my whole sexual soul story. And to be honest, I didn't want to make this video sad because usually I make a lot of things sad. I'm not really sad about the situation. I'm more like confused and like, why? What the fuck? I'm not sad about it. I'm not mad about it. I'm more like, why? <laughs> like, why would you think that? Like, what is like, come on now. Like, I told you this. Like, come on now. But yeah, that's all exactly she violated his safe space so the consensus is that most men most people regard men are not worthy or, or don't deem them as having their own safe space and you know what let's do this because he made some other videos that are are to me a little bit alarming and you have a lot of young men coming to coming to social media to uh to kind of vent and it's like, if no one's listening to these guys, uh, you know, it's like, I don't know. Hey, let me find this channel. <clears throat>
It's called Ugly Boy Tail. Yeah, I don't know why he calls himself. I would tell him, don't call yourself that. Ugly. Dude. Here we go. Okay. So this is his channel. <clears throat> he calls himself Ugly Boy Tail, which I, which I don't agree with. All right, so we covered his sexual assault story. Let's go to other. These titles of these videos are very, 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 very disturbing, very alarming. So let's see. We're, we're going to cover his 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 assault story. There's one down here. We're going to cover that one. But the titles of these videos, how I deal with my depression, why I feel like a complete failure. This nigga has a bonnet. Oh, my God. Listen. Oh, my God. And then why I don't want to be alive anymore. Why I want to disappear. The reason why I won't ever get, I mean, these are very, very disturbing, um, video titles. How I lost my best friend to self deletion. How me and my friend survived the car crash. How I overcame depression. How me and my friend saved the drunk girl from, from being attacked. Why I was depressed, the truth, like, yo, I, listen, I'm not a, an expert, but I think I know a cry from help for help when I see one. So let's pick a video. Let's do the, this story here. Right. And I did it. And the whole entire time I was uncomfortable as fuck. Okay. So literally I, a girl, his girlfriend at the time pressured him into having sex. Okay. The backstory of this video is his girlfriend pressured him into having sex. He didn't want to have sex with the girl. He just wasn't, he just, that's just not his thing. He didn't want to have sex with the girl. She pressured him, convinced him, uh, manipulated, whatever term you want to use. Okay. And after they had sex, this was his response. Well, the whole, if we don't have sex right now, I'm breaking up with you. And me being 16, 15, I literally do anything for a female. You can ask my mom. I'll do anything to keep a girl at 16. Okay. So he's telling his story from when he was that age. Okay. The time he was either 15 or 16, he had a girlfriend that pressured him into having sex. Okay. I just, I don't want to focus on the mannerisms or the optics of the young man. I want to focus on his story and his perspective, his truth. Okay. I don't want to get that lost in the fray. All right. 15, especially the girl that came for me first, I'll do anything to keep her. So I was like, I'm not comfortable with doing this, but like, I really like you. And I kept saying no and no and no like six times, but she kept begging, gaslighting me, doing a whole bunch of bullshit to the point where I just gave in. I was like, fuck it. Right. And I did. And the whole entire time I was uncomfortable as fuck. I was like, bro, why am I doing this? I'm like, I was like, I'm doing this because I love her. But at the same time, I don't want to do this. Is this like what? Like in one hand, I, w I loved her. And another hand, I didn't want to lose her. But on another hand, I didn't want to lose my virginity this way. And on another hand, like, there's so many hands. And I was like, bro, is this, like, is this rape? Like, I was like, like, literally after we did it, not gonna lie, I went to the bathroom and my dead ass broke down. Like, I fucking, like, I broke down because I felt so violated for some reason. Like, so. Now, to be fair, y'all. If we hear women talk like this, we don't question it. So why are young men not allowed to have these moments and these feelings and to express themselves, right? 
everybody's human except for some odd reason we forget to apply that to men and young men okay and he's not the only young man that feels and talks this way there's a lot of black youth out here male black youth that are just like him just like him no pressure and then literally the crazy part a week later she just broke up with me she broke up with me over some dumb shit like after she took my video she broke up with me and i was like wow so this is how the, this is how it feels to get used and raped then and then i just thought kept thinking about it kept thinking about it for cool like six months i even asked my friend like i told my friend the whole story and he he was like yeah you did get raped like not physically or like through drugs or through weed but you got raped emotionally and mentally like she gaslight you and she pressured you to do it and still consider rape but if legally if you go to the law it's not considered rape because you gave consent if you know what i mean so like i still consider it rape because i didn't want to do that shit like she basically manipulated the fuck out of me like that shit felt terrible terrible as fuck like what the fuck Now, we should not minimize his version of the story, how he feels, how this has, how this has impact, impacted him. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, well, I, I, I care. I mean, because I have daughters that's, that's going <laughs> to, that will have to deal with these motherfuckers. But if I say, you know what? I'm glad you said that red. I, I'm glad you said that. I say I care because I have daughters, which means my daughters are going to have to end up dealing with some of these guys at some point. Right. But if I say, no, I want my daughters to, to go out and date nothing but the little Jews and, and, and Asian and Mexican guys, I get called a hater or some dumb shit. Some nigga says something about what I would have my, my daughter's dating preference preferences. Well, given how the state of young black men and men are are becoming. Well, yeah. Yeah. As a father, I'll be like, you know what? Yo, kind ain't no good. Going over there, find your nice little Milton, a, a little Leibowitz. He treats you good. Okay, then that's all that matters. So that's what I'm facing as a parent, as a father of a daughter. But when I, when I, when I, when I, when there's dumbass, dumb, dumb Negro YouTubers that want to take my my point and twist the shit to fit their story to to try to roast me, makes no sense. But then you know that nigga doesn't have kids in his damn self. I'm sure he doesn't have daughters. So of course I wouldn't expect him to understand my position. Right? I missed a super chat. Hold on, let me, let me catch the super chat real quick. I missed it. I don't want to miss anybody's super chat. Jehu, thank you for the five on the super chat, bro. You said I tell these three or foes to touch it and lick it, but don't bite it, cheap. Okay. 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 Now let me go, let me pull back another video. And, uh, cause once again, I'm, I'm alarmed for him. I'm alarmed for him. So before I start this video, the reason why I record like sad stuff and stuff I went through in real life on YouTube is because YouTube is one of the ways I cope besides from TikTok and the gym. So, okay. So one point for him going to the gym, at least he says he goes to the gym. I don't think he goes to the gym enough if you're on if you spend as much time 
coping uh, on YouTube and TikTok. But oh my gosh, I can't with y'all, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, listen, oh my lord, I would never turn y'all for advice. <laughs> I would never turn y'all for advice. Sucking up Slack would be a little bitch. <laughs> Check your nuts, Sly. Quit being a little bitch. That's what y'all would tell me, right? Oh, yeah. It's me again. And uh, this is a little random video. I like to three o'clock in the morning and well let me speed i don't this say up. that let me speed this up because we're not I gonna like through shit. all of it okay like let's go. Shit. like yeah i made a video talking about how i overcame depression but to be honest dude aside, i've overcame that shit at all like i felt better but when i think too much it just feels like i'm going back inside the same hole i call myself out of and try so hard to get out of and it's like i feel so alone sometimes bruh and i feel like a failure i feel like i can't do anything right like, for example, bro, I put my heart and soul to this one project for, like, art, right? Drove in the fucking rain, right? To do the project. With my heart and soul to that bitch. Try my fucking best. One of my friends did that shit. Drove there, like, three times, right? Wrote a whole-ass essay in about an hour. And tried my best on that shit. Like, I tried my fucking best. And then after I turned it in, I failed that bitch. And, bro, I failed that bitch. Like, y'all probably like, oh, yeah, it's just a bad grade, it's just a bad grade. But it's like, it's like when I failed that bitch, that shit started making me think. Like, bro, I put my heart and soul into that bitch, and I fucking failed. I failed. And it's like, it feels like everything I have, like, it feels like everything I put my heart and soul into, people, school, sports. Okay, I wasn't ready for that. I was not ready for that. Um, wow. I was not ready for this part. Okay, let's continue. I just end up failing, bruh. And it's like, I fucking try so hard. Like I fucking tried so fucking hard in a lot of things, and I just end up keep failing, bro. And let me make a real, a real quick point. And you wonder why guys like rappers like Lil Uzi Vert and Lil Yachty are so popular, because they they're popular to guys like him. All right. If you took a, a cross section of Lil Uzi Vert's fans. And Lil Yachty's fans, it's guys like him. That's no shade, no diss. That's no shade, no diss. That whole emo rap shit, it's real. Guys like him. Okay? Like another example, right? I love doing YouTube, right? Type shit, type shit. I love doing YouTube. I love putting all my time into YouTube, right? But when, like, I know I know videos do bad, right? But when I put my whole and my soul into a video and that shit does bad, it just, it just takes a part of me. You feel me? It's like, damn, I try my best in that shit. I always try to improve from my past mistakes. But when you keep failing, that shit, like, chips away at you slowly. It feels like, damn, all I do is fail. All I do is make mistakes. I can never get better. And it's like, fuck. 
bro. <laughs> it's Listen, like I tell people I'm doing better. When you neglect your boys, you have a society. Of, just went over the seven points. We'll go over the seven points again about Rome, uh, Rome falling. When you neglect your boys, when you prop your girls up and neglect the boys, you have this, if not worse. At some point, those girls you pedestalize are going to have to come back around and deal with these boys that grow up. There's not enough. There's not enough men. Every girl is not going to get chosen by the best of the best, the, 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 the ultra uber select. There's not enough divestors. You're going to have to come back and deal with these boys that were neglected. And it's going to be a long day for a lot of women. I'm telling you. I'm telling you what's going to happen. And doing good. And I tell my mom, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm, 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 doing, I'm, doing, I'm doing perfectly fine. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. But reality, nigga, I, am, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm tired of failing, bro. I'm tired of situationships. I'm tired of being alone. I'm tired of this constant feeling better again, and then going back to being sad. Then I have to work myself up back to me. Oh yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then a whole cycle over and over and over again. So isn't this what depression sounds like? Right, you fall into that state, have to climb your way out of the hole, only to find yourself back in that state. Especially if things in your life are not going correctly, going the way you saw fit. Yeah, it's a never-ending cycle. So all my my nursing people, mental health people, y'all see y'all seeing this right now. These young men going, lots of young men going through this right now. Instead, he chooses to cry while others act out through violence. So while he chooses to cry and wear a bonnet, other young men are out here, you know, pulling guns and and shooting people in the street, you know, indiscriminately. So which one is it? You want a society of young men crying wearing bonnets, or you want a society of ultra-violent, hyper-masculine men? Which one is it? Which one is it? Bruh, I'm tired of it. It's, it's tired as fuck. Like, sometimes I just want to fucking disappear, bruh. And it's like, I don't know what to do. Like, I took, like, I could talk to people about my feelings, right? But every time I do, they end up doing some foul shit, or they end up leaving, or I end up regretting doing it. Bro, I feel so fucking alone. Like, right now it's 3 in the morning, and I'm looking at my body. I'm just like, bro, I don't look good right now. Like, yeah, I work out. I try to eat good. I stop drinking soda. I stop eating candy. I'm slowly stopping eating chips. But it's like, I just don't. And when it comes to a relationship standpoint, it feels like I've been single for a long ass time, a long ass time for about like four and a half years, right? And the only person, the only person, the only fucking person that genuinely cared for me and never fucking left, and the like the only fucking person, the first ever person I ever fucking met, right? The first two ever people I ever fucking met, right? Those were the two people that cared the fuck for me, right? They just ended up like 
leaving me forever. And because of that, I have a lot. Like, they both end up, like, dying, bro. And it's like, I just feel like I just fail at life. I feel like everything I fucking do, I try to work out, right? Work out my best. I get, I try to do this. I fail at it. I try to do this. I fail at it. I tell my mom, no, I'm, I'm doing good at school. Nigga, I, I feel like shit. And it's like, all I want to do is just help people. But. Sometimes I just can't have myself, bro. Like, I don't know what to do anymore. All right. So let me. Just, here's one thing I think we should we should pretty much do away with. I think we it's time for us to stop asking where are the fathers. <laughs> Listen, y'all. I'm sorry. I think it's time we stop asking where are the fathers. Um, the new norm. This is the new norm now. Okay, the fathers are not there. This is the new norm. Accept it for what it is. It, I, it's almost a redundant question. To, to, to continue to ask where are the fathers it doesn't even matter at this point I think we I think it's time to stop asking that question okay fatherless homes have become the new norm if you ask me okay let me uh <laughs> let me get the Jehu super chat so maybe he has low T he needs a testosterone booster and play contact sports example boxing karate and judo I don't think it's physical with him. It's it's emotional with him. Once again, this is a new this the new young men coming out, y'all. It's the, the their emotional extremes are at opposite ends of the spectrum. You know, normal typical normal young men are pretty much centered, you know, but these new these young kids, they're either this or that. It's polar extremes. And there's no swinging back in the middle. There's no centeredness, you know? So with him, it seems to be more emotional, um, psychological. I mean, goddamn, he's wearing a bonnet, you know? I, I don't know. He seems to be on the verge of crying. Casanova girl. Don't mind me. I'm just looking at your, uh, your avatar picture. Okay. Y'all still wild in these comments. My husband or sons wouldn't be caught dead in the body just come out of the closet, sir. Why does he have to be gay? <laughs> yes, wait, what 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 power of law is that? Uh, law of power. Avoid the unhappy and unlucky. Yes. Yes. Why why y'all so mean to him, y'all? I, I would definitely say this guy needs military school. Not well, no, he's probably passing. The, the military. But would it would even the military fix this? I think if you put him in the military, he would only learn to mask his issues. And I think him, yeah, I think putting a guy like him in the military would be, would be catastrophic because he will only learn to mask his problems. And then once he gets ingratiated into the military lifestyle, um, it, it, the violence would be rewarded to a certain extent. And I think he would go off the hinges on the wrong person at the wrong time. You understand? Like I get, I'm with all toughening up and you know, punch him in the chest. I get all that, but putting a guy like this in the military, I think would be a, a huge mistake 
because he will only learn to mask his issues. And when his issues do come out, it will come out strictly through violence, strictly as violence. If what I'm saying makes sense. All right. I ain't never cried for homework. <laughs> y'all got to understand. Come on. We all grew up different. We different eras. The Gen X is the last of the real. I, I'm going to say it. Gen X is the last of the real ones. Period. As fucked up as Gen X is with the crack and shit. I don't give a fuck. Gen X is the last of the real ones. Okay. Gen X is Rome. After Gen X, the fall of Rome. Clearly. Clearly. Gen X is the is right before Rome fell. Okay. Without question. Without question. Without question. Okay. Hey, I knew some emo kids in high school, you know. I knew some emo kids in high school, but this is next level. This is next level because now they have the internet to come out and vent and tell their, their side of stories. And they're going to have people gravitate towards them that feel the same exact way. That's cool with all this trauma bonding, but no one's resolving the trauma. It's cool. You have a bunch of people that recognize each other's traumas. Great. Now, what are you doing to fix it and resolve it? And that's not happening. This is the last video I'm going to watch of him. And then we're going to get to Brittany Griner. And I'm going some days. I just want to like lay in my fucking bed and just disappear and never wake up again. It's like, bruh, I feel like that would be better than like having to go through shit. Bruh. Like I'm fucking losing my mind sometimes. I, my, one of my goals in life, right, is to make people happy. And every time I try to make people happy, it just feels like I'm failing that too. It just feels like I'm becoming a failure everything everything I do. Like, you know what's crazy? Like, you know what you know what's you know what's fucking crazy? The only person, the only only person, right, I have said, Oh yeah, I'm proud of you, was my teacher in tenth grade. Ever since then I've not heard unless it's like, you know, a girl or one of my not even one of my friends, a girl say i'm proud of you i've never heard anybody say i'm proud of you right and i'll go like ever since my teacher said i'm proud of you bro that shit stuck in my head for fucking years but like bro is it, the last time i heard that shit from like an actual adult was fucking 10th grade bro like i have never heard that shit from my parents and i love my parents to death right but i've never heard that shit and bro and also i'm tired of situationships i'm tired of going through back and forth i'm just i just want one person that can be there for me that can be patient that can do this that can do that that just doesn't leave i'm tired of people leaving i'm tired of feeling alone i'm tired of feeling i'm tired of a whole bunch of shit okay so i hear abandonment issues i hear lack of positive daily affirmations right um so yeah the main things i hear abandonment and lack of positive daily affirmation and a guy like this needs positive daily affirmations if not daily weekly every other day all right uh, a guy like this is teetering on the edge and if he doesn't get enough of what he needs he may just fall off the edge and and be irredeemable right and then like i said he had the, the one friend die in a car crash um so he ha has attachment issues abandonment abandonment issues he has no one that he can really you know, profess all this to obviously his mother is totally 
uh, oblivious to his issues. I mean, how do you not see and you just listen to him for five minutes and you say, what, okay, what's going on with you? So why his mother has not picked up on any of this is beyond me. But once again, nobody's checking for the mental state of young black men. This is our communities. This is not white folk. That's not their jobs, right? The white teachers and the white psych psychiatrists shouldn't have to tell you Jerome is, is failing the school because he has abandonment issues. Mom, what are you doing at home? Right? Jerome's not eating food because, you know, he's depressed. White folks shouldn't have to tell you how, what's wrong with your kids. I'm just saying. Let me get to the Super Chats real quick. This is sad, man. This is sad. I wasn't ready for all this. Mr. Albert, thank you for the five on the Super Chat. This generation could not have survived in the 80s and the 90s. We, we didn't have fathers either. I, I'm going to just say, we were just built different, man. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I had cousins not have their dads, and they we were just built different, man. Like, Gen Z, I mean, Gen X cats built different. Cut from that cashmere cloth, you know what I'm saying? They cut from Corinthian leather. I don't know what's going on with these kids. Nick, thank <laughs> you for the super chat. If he goes to therapy, returns back to his mom's house, he won't make any progress. The demons are in that house. Dads are uber important. Yes. Yes. You definitely have to put foot in the mama's ass for this, for this nonsense. Uh, forget asking where his mom, where the hell is his mom? Why hasn't she found his YouTube channel? That's a good point. But the mom is clearly not checking for her son's mental state. She doesn't, she doesn't ask. She's not cognizant of what's going on with this, with this child. The only way she's going to find out is on the news when this motherfucker, you know, either offs himself or three other people with him. That's the only way she's going to find out something, something was wrong with her son. That's the only way. And it's like, this is a constant cycle, cycle over and over again to the point where now, I have like yeah, I have like really really close friends, right? I trust them niggas. They're my niggas type shit. They're, they got my back type shit. But before I felt like I have more people like that, but now it's like less. But I, I still I still fuck fuck with the niggas. It's dummy men type shit. I really just, I just don't know what to do anymore. I don't want, I don't want to quit TikTok because TikTok is like, trust me, I love, I love everyone that follows me on TikTok. TikTok has been through, the, through like my sad ass days, through this, through that, like, bro, I love that app. Everybody that sends me support on Instagram right here, bro, I love every single one of y'all. Y'all, I love y'all, bro. Y'all make me feel better with myself. Like, I love, I love y'all, bro. And y'all probably like, why, why you, why, why you recording you crying on YouTube? Bro, because I have no one to fucking talk to. Like, because every time I talk to people, think I'm on your, you're just, you're just being weak. It's like, grow up. Just man, I'm like, nigga, I'm fucking depressed as fuck. Like, bro, I don't feel good anymore. Like, when I'm in public, I just put a, I just put a little happy, a little, little happy face. And people be like, no, he's fine. But if, when I'm fucking alone, nigga, I feel gone. I'm not here. I have no motivation to do homework. I'm barely motivated to make YouTube. Sometimes when I make YouTube videos, I end up not posting because I'm out of fucking drives and YouTube videos I have that I haven't posted a lot. Because I feel like if I post them, the bitches are just going to fail and they're just going to do shit and nobody's going to watch them and, and nobody, no one gives a fuck. And it's like. I don't know, bro. I don't fucking know. Damn. I was not ready for this. Um, 
Yeah, I was not ready for this. I'm a, uh, I'm a, I'm a email him. I'm gonna reach out to him. See, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I can do anything, but I, yeah, I feel compelled to reach out to him. I'll, I'll, I'll email him on the back end. But um, let me get to your super chats real quick. See over. Thank you for the five hundred super chat, bro. Um, sir, millennials have experienced several generations in global events before we turned eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Are we comparing who had it rougher? See, over, listen. Gen Xers went through. We grew up in the Cold War crack era. Uh, uh, crystal meth. Opioids. Um, uh, yeah, I, listen, I, I'm sorry. No, nobody, nobody see more calamity. And, and topsy turbulence than Gen X. Gen X, that 9-11 shit. <laughs> yeah, we, we, <laughs> I'm sorry. Ain't nobody, no, Gen X is different. We are Kashmir, okay? Kashmir from India. All right? Hey, Shafat, thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah, let's not compare who, who had a tougher uh, generation. Gen X is, listen, Gen X is the last bastion, was the last bastion of anything normal. Okay. Cassie said, you need to get out there. <laughs> get out that dark ass room. Y'all mean as hell. Y'all so damn mean. Y'all so mean. All right. All right. I teach Gen Z kids. Definitely an emotional bunch. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. He needs some Jordan Peterson. That ain't, wasn't he crying not too long ago? Shit. All right. Let me get out. <laughs> let me get these comments. Let me go into, we're going to get into Brittany Griner. We're going to get into Brittany Griner. Obviously, obviously this kid's mother is, is no good. Oh, okay. Hey, Shafab, I see you again. Thank you for the super chat. He said some older generations don't do well with accountability and how their decisions impacted their child's life. Empathy. You're right. You're right. You're right. I agree. I have no comeback for that. I have no comeback for that. What, what, Kira, what I do, what I... <laughs> What I do, what I do, like I'm sad now. Listen, I'm watching, watching his videos made me sad. Now I'm like, wait a minute, what am I, what am I doing with my life? I mean, shit, that's just contagious, yo. Like, that shit is contagious as fuck. Yeah, I, I know, right? We never had peace out here. <laughs> Our folks 9-11 getting locked up. Obama, George Bush. I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. Shit. Gen X, man, listen, Gen X is the hardest. I, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Gen X is the hardest, the hardest thing out. Are we harder than motherfucking D block? Styles P them niggas. Huh? Gen, yeah, Gen X, man, all day. I have a 20-year-old daughter. You see that comment. Girls have it better now than boys. When have they haven't? When haven't they? When haven't they? 
he's pressed his shit. This is why no one listens. I know. I you know. I don't think um he. I think he underestimates his reach, because like I said, see, Ova came across his video. He sent it to me, so now I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So obviously, his. I don't think his video. I don't think he realizes the reach that he has. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna do my part. I'll try to. Do, I, I can't. You know, hey, what the fuck? Hell yeah, AIDS. Come on, man. Yo, that shit was taking everybody, everybody out. Oh, hey, you find out motherfuckers die from AIDS. He's gay. Like you, 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 you were discovering people that were gay. You didn't know were gay that dying from AIDS, man. It was crazy back then. Crazy. Yeah, listen, Gen X, man. Toughest out. The toughest out. Fuck with y'all. Ain't, ain't they no comparison? The toughest out. Maybe the maybe the baby boomers because they they you know they had so many wars to fight and shit. But outside of that, Gen X is it, man. Gen X is Rome. Shit, old millennials got y'all. <laughs> you know we out here getting shot and robbed over starter jackets and Jordans and shit. And you motherfuckers ain't going to school like that under those conditions under those pressures. What? Shit. All right. You know what? I'll do that, Papa. Yeah, let me do that. If um if anybody wants to reach out to him, let me let me pull up his like I said, I hate that name for his YouTube channel. I hate that. That tells me everything I need to know right there. Let's see his email. Okay. Okay, I'm going to type his email in the chat. If anybody wants to drop him a line, uh, I'll do the same when I, when I get on to stream. Triple. S at <clears throat> yeah okay this is his email for anybody that wants to reach out to him and just drop him drop him a line of just positive affirmations or anything like that i'll do the same um yeah just you know this is depressing it is depressing gen x ruined the community pushing dope I'm going to, I disagree. I disagree. Once crack. Okay. Well, well, let me do this. Um, Cannon, how old are you? May I ask? I'm, I'm assuming you're not in your thirties, but if it just for context for me, so I can answer your question properly or give you these a proper, proper pushback. May I ask your age, please? I'm going to get the, uh, don't worry. I'm going to get the Brittany. I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to bust Brittany down. First thing play Supreme would notice that are the weird names. Some of these men use. Yes. That's the first clue. Your name is, is your introduction to every, to the world. That's how you, the, you want the world to see you to a certain extent is your name. 
he's in college. So how is she still fit? Parenting doesn't stop when the kid goes to college. I mean, my dad still gives me money for Christmas. I'm 47. What does that mean? Parenting never, never stops. Never stops. My dad, my, my sister married, she's married, married t- t- 20, 20 years. My dad's like, are you guys okay? You guys need anything? She's like, I'm good. Like, we're good. He takes care of me. But the parenting never stops. Don't troll the, no, yeah, don't, yeah, please don't troll them. Yeah, just, just, just a, 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 you know, a really short, positive message. You know what I'm saying? Wait, I almost got rolled over. Uh, Osiris high tops worth 140. They were skate shoes. I, I, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, um, the crack era. Listen, the 70s was was heroin. 80s was coke. The crack affected us more than anything. We survived all this. Okay, I'm 35. I remember seeing the needles in the parks in the Flatbush. Okay, I, I'm 47, so I got 10 years. I saw it 10 years before you did, right? So by the time it, it came, by the time it became needles in the parks, I had already had a decade of it coming into the neighborhoods and families being split apart because the parents got hooked on it for whatever reasons. Um, I've seen, you know, families lose homes, kids become foster kids because the parents couldn't, and then the kids became drug dealers. I, I so I had a I got ten years of seeing that before the needles became the issue, right? Um, the crack era it, it it affected us in in a different way as opposed to heroin and and cocaine, because you not to get all stupid deep, but you know the crack, you know it affects black people on a molecular level. Or in a, in a different way than it did than it did anybody else. So clearly, it was almost like a a, a mass produced bio weapon to a certain extent, and um, it it upended black economies. Like I said, I saw two parent homes where both parents got hooked on crack, lose their jobs, lose their homes. The kids become destitute. The kids either ended up, ended up in foster care or they became dope dealers. I saw kids that grew up in poverty go to work for the drug dealers and become you know bmfs and shit like that so um that's a that's a dicey that's a dicey um statement that you said because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and say we're, we weren't complicit but it's not like gen x was like this is what we do like no this was dropped on us and it wrecked communities it wrecked we still have not recovered and then you had mothers having these crack babies crack babies grow up now have kids these kids are now have predisposition uh, addictive personalities to whatever the case may be so that shit we have never recovered from the crack era never i don't white supremacy nah the crack era shit we're still dealing with that you know but you know that's that's a debate you know that's a debate i'm i'm willing to take that debate i mean it's it's a it you know it has merit yeah parenting never stops man like what the fuck never <laughs> never ever <laughs> 90s brooklyn was wild that's all gen x i, I you know what i'm gone 
Yeah, my dad bought me a dryer and a washer fridge for my first house. He always sent me money as an adult. I don't need it. Exactly. Thank you. Yes. I be goddamn if a motherfucker trying to shame you, Sly. You almost 50. Your daddy sent me money? Hell yeah, nigga. What? Shit. The fuck? If you don't want to give it to me. Well, you know, I'd be like, I'm okay. Like, take that. What I'm supposed to do? Send him the, the fucking money back? Like, it's my, my dad. Like, my. No. And. No. What? No. No, I mean, all, all, all of my siblings, there's, you know, they're stupid successful. And my dad still like looks out for us, you know? Nah, that, if that's his, if that's his new love language for us is to make sure then I'm not going to tell that man how to, you know, well, dad, you know, we're grown now. My dad still sees us as children. Okay. He still makes us give him, give him hugs and shit. Now I'm just like, he still sees us as children. It's no diss, no shade. It's not disrespectful, but our dad still sees us as his little children. So once you become a parent, I'm the same way. I still see many me as a two-year-old. be trying to chase her down as she's learning, as she's walking through the house. Like I still see her as that. So that'll never change, man. So yeah. Your crack broke up a lot of families. It broke up a lot of families. I'm like, I said, I'm not disputing what you said, Kenan. My mother got hooked on crack when, she, when I was 12. She died. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. So I can, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. Kiki, my parents were addicts and I was raised by my grandparents. A lot, a lot of us Gen X kids were raised by grandma. That's true. That is true. Yeah, man. Gen X. Cut, listen, cut from a different cloth. Different. Be different, different. You know? Yeah, crack era in my neighborhood. We saw jobs. We saw corporations. I remember A.O. Smith. A.O. Smith left. Remember, for those that remember A.O. Smith was the big, they made water heaters, right? A.O. Smith left for Mexico. I remember the day, it was 1985 or 6. And A.O. Smith, they announced they were leaving for Mexico. Yep, I remember that shit. My dad was hard on the coke and self-proclaimed gigolo. Yeah, man, listen, nobody saw that shit coming here. When that shit hit, when crack hit, man, when that crack hit, you had to be there when it hit. Like, I'm not seeing the aftermath of it five, ten years later. No, you had to be there the moment that shit hit. It literally overnight neighborhoods, the neighborhoods changed. Literally overnight. Like all the kids you went to school with, you know what I'm saying? Ruined by it. Ruined by it. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah crack babies have youtube channel. Yeah, they sure do they sure do okay all right i'm, I'm uh, okay uh, no more depression stuff depressing <laughs> my youngest driving my car right now only time i see is when she come by the house for whatever reason and you gonna give her you gonna give her whatever she asking for <laughs> Yeah, I remember I was in college. My dad sent me money. 
Mom sent me money. Like what the you know, that does not stop. Shit. Wow. Matter of fact, Gen X latchkey, that's where the latchkey kids came in because the parents were either working or fucking strung out. Had to come home from school and open the walk however, unlock the door to get in. You probably had a younger sibling you had to, to, to cook for. And you didn't make sure everybody did their homework until your mom or your parents came home. Make sure they had their showers and baths before they came home. Everybody was in the bed by the time the parents came home. And you get up and do it, do it again the next day. So, shit. Yeah, we are we different, different. Different, different. Thank you. All the parents still parenting our grown-ass children. <laughs> exactly. That shit never stops. My pop still called me and asked me if I have a hat. Yo, my mom is like that. Oh my God. Yo, it'll be like winter time when I go, when I go back home. Right. And she'd be like, where's your winter coat? Where's my winter coat? I'd be like, it's in the car, mom. Well, why is it in the car? Why are you not wearing your winter coat? Like my mom is, a, she's a winter coat freak. Where's your hat? It's cold outside. Where's your winter hat? It's in the car, mom. <laughs> what am I going to say? What am I supposed to say? That's mom's right. <laughs> So now, guess what I start doing when I go back? I wear my winter coat. Like, she bought me this big-ass guest coat with the fur. The coat y'all saw I was wearing. She bought that that guest coat. I hadn't worn that shit in forever. And then some just told me to start wearing a coat. She's like, oh, I see you wearing your winter coat again. Started, started finally wearing your winter coat. I was like, yeah. You know? Shit, it was cold. This last go-around, it was cold as fuck. I had to put that bitch on. Quick. I look out for my grown daughter. See, one is 35, 30. It never, ever, ever, ever stops. Ever. All right, let's get into Britney Griner, y'all. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Congrats, 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 congrats. Yeah, shout out to everybody that, that kicked their habits, man, and got it together. Uh, yeah, I can remember that shit, too. It used to be a big deal made in the USA. Okay. We're all caught up. I'll, I will go see Cocaine Bear. Yes, indeed. I will go see Cocaine Bear. Pay my daughter's bills while she was at Grambling. And other was at University of the Incarnate Word. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Listen. Pops don't even know what the fuck OBS is. My daddy just now got on Facebook like a couple years ago. Tried to add, tried to add me as a friend. Do you know I deleted my motherfucking Facebook profile? <laughs> Wait. Wait, let me, before I get to Brittany Griner. So like a few years ago, my dad legit added me on, he got his, his Facebook profile, legit added me as a friend. Do you know I deleted my shit? I deleted my Facebook profile just because of that. Just for that. I said, you know, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. Nope. <laughs> Wait, y'all having a healing moment. <laughs> fucked up but that's funny yo i'm telling you that shit man you had to be there bro you had to be there at like at from ground zero you had to be there <coughs> you just had to be there all right look at every i won't send slide anymore <laughs> wait see over i gotta ask <coughs> how did you come across this channel Where's your hat? Where's your gloves? Hell, all that shit, man. 
I know, right? The yeah, this last go around, the hawk was like, "Yeah, you gonna respect me?" I said, "Yes, sir." I put that guest coat on, quick fastener, and I put the hoodie over my head too. But see, over, how did you discover his channel? I'm dying to know. I'm dying to know how you came across his channel. And while we're while I'm waiting for your answer, let's get into Brittany Griner. Now, I don't believe she's hermaphrodite. I don't believe she's hermaphrodite. I believe she's intersexed. I believe she's intersex like Castor Samaya. Castor Samaya, the uh, I think she's UK or she's British, whatever the case. The, 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 the chick that got banned because her body produced too much testosterone. And she's whooping everybody's asses, all the girls' asses. And for her to compete, again, the commission said you have to take these drugs to suppress and lower your natural body's testosterone rate. I believe Brittany Griner is intersexed. Okay. So first things first, let's do this. Let's look up what intersex is. Cause hermaphrodite basically is you have both sexual organs, the penis and the vagina, the breast part. I'm not so sure on. Okay. Wait, pass it down. Stay with you. Try to protect. I can't stand Erica. I can't stand Erica sometimes. I can't stand you, Erica. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, hey, true story. Two of my dad added me, had his friend, just deleted my whole goddamn profile. Yo, YouTube recommended. Oh, it, it's all over the place. It just popped up my homepage. Wow. So whether he even realizes it, realizes it not or not, the algorithm is pushing his channel. Yeah, you either one or the other. You right, you right, you right. Yes, he's okay. South African. Okay, thank you. Yes, the hawk will bust you right in the head every time. Every time it's a full blown man. She has no boobs. <laughs> we gonna get into it. We go. I got pictures. I got pictures. <laughs> we gonna get into it. But first, I want everybody to have an understanding of what intersex and 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 hermaphrodites are. Okay, so even if you know, we'll just do a re- we'll do a review. Basically, I believe she's intersex. If she's not intersex, she's a, a man posing as a woman. But let me do this. Just bear with me because I interse- intersex. <clears throat> All right. Intersex. The definition of intersex. Okay. Is an umbrella term that describes bodies that fall outside the strict male female bin- binary Okay, so what does it basically mean? It means it's a general term used for a variety of situations in which a person is born with reproductive or sexual anatomy that doesn't fit the boxes of female or male. Oh shit, come on, what'd you do? What'd you do? What'd you do? Okay. Sometimes doctors do surgeries. Now there's plenty of stories where the kids is born with uh, like a little baby, baby, baby penis, and they'll cut it off. And she'll have organs of a, a vagina. And I'm like, well, just raise her as a girl because obviously this, the penis is useless and her, her vagina would be functioning. You know what I'm saying? Like there's plenty of stories. What the fuck are we doing? There's plenty of stories like that. Okay. <clears throat> Sometimes doctors do surgeries on the intersex babies and children to make their bodies fit binary ideas of male or female. Doctors always assign intersex babies a legal sex, male or female in most states, but just like uh, with non-intersex people, that doesn't mean that the gender identity they'll grow up to have. 
Okay, this brings up questions about whether it's not or whether or not it's okay to do medical procedures on children's bodies when it's not needed for their health. So you have some adults that be like, well, yeah, I removed this because um, I identify more with the other organ that I have. Okay. Being intersex is naturally occurring in variation in humans, and it isn't a medical problem. Therefore, medical in- interventions like surgeries or hormone therapy on children usually aren't medically necessary. Being intersex is also more common than most people realize. It's hard to know exactly how many people are intersex, but estimates suggest that about one in two, and one to two in a hundred people are born in the U.S. are intersex. Okay, here's how you can be intersex. Some intersex people have genitals or internal sex organs that fall outside of the male female category, such as a person with both ovarian and testicular tissues. Other intersex people have combinations of chromosomes that are different than XY, usually associated with male and XX, usually associated with females like XXY. And some people are born with external genitals that fall into the typical male female categories, but their internal organs or hormones don't. Okay. Now, what happens if you're just, if you're born intersex, uh, doctors and family decide on the sex, either male or female and raise the baby as the gender expected of that sex. It's pretty common for surgery to be done on the baby genitals and also for the child to be given hormones to make them fit into the male female categories as they go through puberty. Okay. All right. Now that's intersex. Now let's look up hermaphrodite. <laughs> I mean, even though, you know, like on, if you watch Phil Donahue, he would have hermaphrodites. Geraldo, they all had that. Okay. Hermaph. There we go. <clears throat> all right. Hermaphrodite. <laughs> Basically, organism that has both kinds of reproductive organs and can produce both gametes associated with male and female sexes. Okay. So you have both that's that function basically. Now, when it comes to Brittany Griner, I'm of the theory of this. I believe it's either intersex or a flat out male. Okay. I believe Brittany Griner is either intersex or a flat out male. All right. Now here's my, here's my case for a layout for everybody. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Here we go. Let me pull this. Let me delete this. All right. Now this is a young Brittany Griner. Okay. Hold up. This is a young Brittany Griner. Okay. That's a very young Brittany Griner. All right. That's a young Brittany Griner. <laughs> Who said Anunnaki? <laughs> Somebody said Anunnaki. <laughs> I had to threaten to block my mother from Facebook when I had one cause. She was constantly mothering my face. Man, listen, it's real. It is real. And listen, don't put that on a Baphomet. Goddamn, Baphomet has nothing to do with sex. Stop that. I'm not going to go over it again. It, is, it symbolizes the perfect man. It was a gift. It was a gift to the Moors from their uh from their students pretty much it was a gift the baphomet represents the perfect man all right but anywho <clears throat> Brittany grinder is not only <laughs> they could put it on a, an authentic one all right 
Now, once again, this is a young Britney grinder. Okay. All right. Hit or miss. It's hit or miss. Well, you know what? BG knockout was a chick. And you know what? I heard somebody say that shit. And I was like, not BG, not like BG, like Compton City G's BG knockout. Look like my 13 year old son. <clears throat> okay. That's a man. So y'all ain't going. <laughs> Erica, thank you for the super chat. What you say, girl? Uh, I'm in Caribbean, huge numbers of intersex, bad breeding. Ooh. We're not, we're not going to go there, sis. We're not going to do that right now. We're not, we're, <laughs> we're not going to do that right now. Tio, thank you again for the super chat, bro. What'd you say? Can you explain about, man, listen. I refuse to entertain those discussions ever again. Yeah, BG, now I got, I heard, I, that was not the first time I've heard that. But you know what? That's another story for another day. Let's get back into this Britney Griner thing. <clears throat> this is a young Britney Griner. Okay, young Britney Griner. All right. Okay. There's that. Now, where's the. Hold well, up, let me find it real quick. Okay, okay. This is a young Britney Griner finding her way through life. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Second flight. Take one look at Aldine Nimitz High School Junior Brittany Griner, and it comes as no surprise that she is a basketball player. What will come as a surprise is the fact that her mission in organized basketball began only two years ago. It was actually other sports that had her interest. First it was volleyball. That was, that was fun. I did that to get in shape, and then I started to really like it then. It went to soccer. I really liked it. That was real fun. That was different. I never played anything like that. Then it went to basketball, and I stuck with basketball. The first that was I different. Heard. I never played anything like that. That was different. I ain't never played anything like that. I'm fifth wall finish. I never played anything like that before. I'm fifth wall. Fifth. Take care of your own. Fifth. Okay, that's a young Britney Grinder. Finding her, she looks like a cute boy in that goddamn. All right. All right. Okay. Now. Okay. Now we have older Brittany Griner. Older Brittany Griner. Older Brittany Griner. You get a lot of things because you're I'm bigger, I'm six eight, a little bit stronger. I think everybody see I'm a little bit stronger. Um, grown man. I'm. S <laughs> I'm. <s> <laughs> I'm. <s> Wait a minute, that wasn't even the bombshell. That I, I wasn't prepared for. That. I didn't have to even listen to this clip. Wait a minute. Hold up. Ah, shit. Just had to throw up in my mouth a little bit. Wait a minute. Run it back. Somebody said Doug Christie. I can't with y'all. Who said Doug Christie? <laughs> Who the hell said Doug Christie? <laughs> Rewind selector. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. Rewind select. God damn. You get a lot of things because you're. I'm bigger. I'm 6'8", a little bit stronger. I think everybody see I'm a little bit stronger. Um, 
grown man. That wasn't even the bomb I was going to drop on y'all. That was not even the low-level nuclear round I was going to level on y'all. This was just some old 50 cal shit. I wasn't prepared for this. I hadn't even watched this clip. Holy shit. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. That's a whole young man. That's a handsome young man. That's a handsome young man. Come on, let's run it back again. Run the play again, goddammit, Nick. I need you to move that guard. You know what I'm saying? Free up Jay Jermaine. Open this hole so we can get this, this fullback through this guy. Run the eye, goddamn. The eye sweep bootleg. Run it again. Run the play again. Um, you get a lot of things because you're I'm bigger. I'm 6'8", a little bit stronger. I think everybody see I'm a little bit stronger. Um, grown man. Somebody missed an assignment. Somehow, somebody let a free safety come up in the, in, 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 the, in, in, the, in the hole and tackle my man. I need to run the play again. Run the play again till we run it right. High power 95 sweep to the left. Um, you get a lot of things because I'm bigger. I'm 6'8", a little bit stronger. I think everybody see I'm a little bit stronger. Um, grown man. I'm Mike Bibby looking ass. Not Mike Bibby. I could see that. I could see Mike Bibby. Magnificent. I can't with y'all. Trust me, there's a special place in Dante's Inferno for all of you. Run the play again. Run it again. I don't want any, no missed blocks, no missed tackles, no missed assignments. Run the play again. You get a lot of things because you're, I'm bigger. I'm 6'8", a little bit stronger. I think everybody see I'm a little bit stronger. Um, grown man. Fine. Oh, they, they trying to, they trying to, you know what? Fine. That wasn't even the bomb I was going to drop. You ready? Okay, here we go. This was the bomb I was, well, no, before the pre-bomb, right? This is the fat man, and I'm going to drop little boy, Okay. I used to play basketball against her growing up AAU and we played them in tournaments. When we were young, they said she, she was born with both sex organs and her parents chose her to be a girl. I have always believed that she, I have always believed that because she never had boobs and even had somewhat of an Adam's apple. If you look, this is just a little boy. I'm about to drop fat man. You ready? Here's fat man. That's Brittany Griner. 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 Don't worry, I'll let y'all take it all in, take your time. I'll come back to check up on you guys. Okay. Give it, I'll let it get it. Give it a minute to sink in. Let me check my messages. Let me give it a moment. Let me give it a moment. Give it a moment. 
Give it a moment. Give it a moment. Yeah, mm, I know, right? Yeah, of course. No, you don't say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, happened last week. Oh, word, word, word. Yeah, happened on everything. I heard that. I heard that. But did you see old boy the other day? No, no, I didn't see him. Damn, that nigga wildin'. Oh, that's what he does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys are still here. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys are still here. I was, I'm, I forgot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I heard the other day too, man. It's just shame what happened to homeboy. Yeah. Report, report unwanted commercial content or spam. Yeah. Oh, okay. You guys are still here. Oh, okay. Okay. My bad. So sorry. You guys are still here. All right. All right. <clears throat> now. It's kind of hard to compare Castor Samaya's situation to Brittany Griner's because Castor is dealing with the IOC that is the International Olympic Committee and they do not play when it comes to testosterone um SARMs steroids anything of that nature right they're a little stricter when it comes to the equal level playing fields when it comes to their athletes so unfortunately Castro Samaya has to take higher doses of estrogen or she has to take um, testosterone suppressants to, to keep her uh, testosterone levels uh, at a certain minimal levels for her to be able to compete. She has to test. And if she fails those tests, if her levels, levels are too high, she cannot compete. So Castor Samaya suffers the same affliction that Brittany Griner does. But, but, but here, over here in the U.S., because everything is so free and, and you know, free of folly and everything, um, the NBA, you know, even though they claim to be hard on drugs and and they don't check for testosterone like that not to my knowledge they mainly test for weed and coke and you know barbiturates but not testosterone levels so it's not too far-fetched why the WNBA would allow this intersex intersexed woman man compete against full-fledged women now the funny thing is Brittany Griner would get smoked by the men Brittany Griner would be on the bench. Brittany, Brittany Griner would be way on the bench at the very end. The only time Brittany Griner would get playing time is for garbage time. Or if they need a body to, to foul somebody to, to, to disrupt the other team's um, momentum. Brittany Griner would get smoked by the men. Smoked. Smoked. LeBron is, is also 6'8". Do you think... Brittany Griner could guard LeBron James in the paint down in the post one-on-one. Yeah. 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 G league D league. And you, and she, she would still have a problem trying to start for a D league team. You understand? I mean, I get it. I get it. P I get it. But still even LeBron off PEDs, she couldn't do nothing with him. She couldn't do nothing with him. Okay. 
So remember when we were looking at the Brittany Griner footage from the last stream, we're like, yeah, where the, where her breast? I'm thinking, well, maybe she had top surgery removal. No, she's intersexed. She's intersexed. So, uh, yeah, there it is there. Now imagine how hard I had to look to find a, a shirtless pick of Brittany Griner. Okay. Imagine how hard I had to look for a shirtless pick of Brittany Griner. Yeah, that's right. She, she sure said, you know, women say a lot of dumb shit. Okay. Oh my God. My, my little boy just walked in <laughs> the rooms and said, <laughs> who's he? I'm screaming. Hey, kids. No, man. Kids. No. <laughs> Bo Griner. No, not hermaphrodite. Not hermaphrodite. Intersexed. Not, not hermaphrodite. Intersexed. If you're a hermaphrodite, you keep both organs. Both organs function. Intersex is you can get rid of one to raise yourself as, or, you know, to go with the other, whatever you identify as. Okay. All right. Brent or Billy Griner. I'm just saying. So we can put all this to bed that she's a woman. Now she may be. You would have to say, you would have to call her an intersexed woman, right? So she may had, she may have had testicular tissue that's that either got, had, that, that was either removed surgically or still there, but she has an operating vagina and they just say, Hey, we're going to just raise her as a girl. So she's inter intersexed. Okay. She'd be an inter an intersexed woman. Even though her body produces more testosterone because of the testicular tissue, that's another key point people need to, need to understand. So even if you may remove testicular tissue, the body may or may not produce as much testosterone, but you'll still produce more than an average woman. You still would, you know what I'm saying? So. Yes. Yeah, so there's no top surgery to, to be had because there's no scarring. And you know, with light skin folk, if they have surgical scars, that shit would show up. No scarring whatsoever. This is, you know, an intersexed woman. If you believe she has the junk down or the, you know what I'm saying? So there it is there. There it is there. All right. Is there really, I know, right? Unless we would, we would have to see the footage of her push a baby out <laughs> basically, you know? So God, God makes mistakes all the fucking time, all the time. All right. We are not perfect in anybody. And we are just a hodgepodge of genetic experiments. If you ask me. So, all right. Let me uh, wrap this up with uh, Dion versus Kevin uh, Cosby. Nick touched on this last night. Um, I just want to briefly skim over what he, what he posted. And also Other Kane. 
If you are in Jackson, Mississippi, you know who Other Kane is. Other Kane runs a radio show in Jackson, Mississippi. He's heavily entrenched, heavily vested into Jackson State, the city, and the university. So let's do this. Let's pull up what Other Kane said first. As far as in regards to Dion leaving. Okay. Other Kane, he says, listen, I said I was done, but y'all are dropping info that is not, that is just not true. I wish Dion the best. I'm over being angry because my knowledge of what my research has led to. I'm very comfortable that this was always all about Dion. Now, once again, this is coming from Other Kane. Other Kane, if you live in Jackson, Mississippi, you probably know who he is as a radio show, heavily vested in the community. He's heavily vested in the Jackson state. He's a somebody. Okay. He's a somebody. All right. Here he's, you know, here he goes. Here's, here's the, here's the real T. This is what happened. I don't blame Dion. I don't blame him for accepting the offer in Colorado, but please say it was about you here in Jackson. I know that Cindy Hyde Smith attempted to step in and work towards finding funding that would at least get Dion to 3 million annually. I know Dion told JSU officials that it was nothing they could offer him to stay. It was about that more than five mil a year and getting to coach on a power five level. If I'm honest, I get that. It's the narrative that's coming from his camp now that's disturbing. Here we go again. Understand this. Dion's actual salary here was 500K. 300K base plus 200K from the foundation. His salary was twice as much as we as was ever paid to any coach and the highest in our divisions. All right. Now, here's the other part of Other Kane's uh, T. OK. Oh, shit. This is Other Kane. Other Kane is a somebody in Jackson, Mississippi. He's a somebody. OK, let's go. Please stop saying he spent his own money. Let's be clear. The new athletic facility was funded by the university and put in motion well prior to his arrival. He did not donate any of his salary to get it finished. He donated a small portion of funds to cover unapproved changes he ordered. Please be clear on this and stop spreading lies. This is coming from Other Kane. Other Kane is a somebody in Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. I'm just saying. And then um Kevin Cosby, the president, had said some very disparaging things about Dion in a tweet, but then he walked it back. All right, so this is what he initially said. Once again, Nick Nick already covered this last night, but this is what initially got everybody upset. He said, I want Dion to fail. HBCUs are for the black masses. Colorado is for the is is for the black classes. Carter G. Woodson has a whole chapter in the miseducation of the Negro on black professionals leaving black institutions. He said this is a classic example of miseducation. Now I'm taking my feelings out of this. I understand what he's saying. Okay. Once again, I take. I <laughs> see they go Nick. They go Nick. <laughs> I understand what he's saying. I'm not saying I agree or disagree. I understand the point. 
the optics on this is very bad. Okay, now this is where he walks it back. Because all after all the controversy and backlash, listen, I'm telling you, Twitter is a motherfucker. I'm telling you, Twitter is Twitter can, is your best friend. He says, recently on Twitter, I made the comment that I hope Deion Sanders fails in his move from HBCU Jackson State University to the University of Colorado Boulder. My statement was not intended to disparage or to wish ill upon Dion on a personal level when I said I hope he fails. Hey, man, listen, it's always your own folk, man. So, which one is it? You, you, you put up with disrespect from your own people or you go down, you go down yonder and deal with the other people and, and roll the dice. Hey, I, I, you know, like I said, nobody treats you, you know, more poorly than your own people when it comes to business. So, yeah. Okay. That's what I believe. Um, Chad, because they both been taking shots at each other in, in the media. Truth be told. And for an issue for the locker room and that he paid for the food and water out of his pocket. The caterer said he collected from Dion, not JSU. It's ugly all the way around. It's ugly. So, so, and once again, it sheds a light on how poorly ran black HBCUs are. Once again, when I said black HBCUs are trash, I had a lot of people, you know, text me and email me like, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck? You know, I was like, oh shit. Okay. Sorry. But where's the lie where's the lie what I said where's the lie what I said once again the average black family you're not trying to send your kid to an HPCU as their first choice you're just not but once again I'm not I'm not here to to um bash an institution of poorly ran universities and colleges I'm not here to do that so yeah exactly so all of hbcu's dirty laundries is now coming to light you know these well-kept guarded secrets are now coming to light so it is what it is but hey i'm gonna get up out of here i ran my mouth far too long i thank everybody that came through thank you all um one more thing if you have anything positive to say to the young man um uh, uh ugly boy uh tail please do if not just you know he's clearly going through enough he has enough on his plate already so i'm gonna reach out to him and um with that being said yeah um thank everybody that donated time energy um discussions all that good stuff so i wish everybody love and light uh we'll do this again real soon y'all have a good one peace